Opera. There can be no other than to save burn three. No need to change. Keep it tuned to CV. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my neighbor. Good morning to life. Good morning. Hey. Music. Talk. Inspiration. In perspective. Express yourself. Good morning, my neighbor. City FM, your station. It's a refreshing lifestyle. City FM. 97.3. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation.
627. Welcome to Wednesday. Wednesday, the 14th of December. Good morning, bonjour, buenos dias. This is the City Breakfast Show. Live on your dial 97.3 FM. My name is Nathan Kral, sitting in for Bernard Avle. It's such an honor and a pleasure bringing you the biggest breakfast in town. Number see the let's have breakfast. Join us on the number 0549-986-996. Get to us on Twitter at City973 hashtag CityCBS on citynewsroom.com. That's how you can also listen to us if you are not in the jurisdiction. We start off with our business sense. Our business sense comes from ADB. It was probably brought to us by ADB. ADB is bringing you the Payday Plus. If your salary goes through ADB, be thankful and be happy because the Payday Plus is for you so you can sort out any pressing needs that may come up before payday. You can access up to 10,000 CDs or 80% of your next monthly salary and there's no interest on repayment within 30 days and your money hits your account the same day. You can call Meredith on 0243-273-369 or now on 0244-284-197. ADB truly are Greek and more. Our business sense today comes from Napoleon Hill, who shares something that a lot of people are very familiar with says whatever the mind of man can conceive and believe it can achieve whatever the mind of man can conceive and believe it can achieve so before the achievements show up you need to do two things first you need to see it in your mind's eye and you need to believe that it is possible and then you can achieve that of course you won't achieve it by doing nothing or doing magic you can achieve that by working hard taking little little steps daily and sustaining those efforts and through perseverance and then you see the end result so as we start our wednesday morning let us remember that it is possible only if you can see it in your mind's eye and you can believe it and work towards it that's our business sense for the morning brought to us by adb adb truly agric and more Coming up next is the newspaper review. This is the City Breakfast Show. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Why would you want to be caught up in this? Ah, madam, what is the meaning of this? Oh, um, we are trying to resolve Why can't issue. I use my visa card here? Ah, what is that? Let me get back to you shortly. Or this. What sort of embarrassment is this? Sir, I apologize for the inconvenience. I'll finish shopping and they're saying I can't use my visa card to make payments. um, what country are you in again? Why, 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 why? Don't be caught up in this mess. Use ADB's visa prepaid card wherever you are in the world because it's fast, safe, secure, and reliable for all your online payments and transactions. You don't need to have an account with ADB to get your ADB Visa prepaid card. Hello? Uh, hello, can you hear me? I'm at the stadium in Qatar. My card is not working. Sir, I'm, I'm sorry. Which of the stadium? Uh, ma- ma- madam, ma- ma- madam, oh, oh. Uh, and who and who is playing? Do you, you know who I am? 
Don't miss the World Cup experience in Qatar. Just walk into any ADB branch with your Ghana card and request for one now. Call ADB on 0302-210-210. ADB, truly a Greek and more. Terms and conditions apply. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. No amount of champagne will fit cover this pain. Me taking whiskey, twelve shots, making wishes to my thoughts, crying and thinking and wishing I go forget the stain. I mean, forget his name, kissing on my finger, wishing I am wearing his ring. If you know big diamond with some character, my character go fit accept anything, even if it be copper self. I need a man, make a show him I be proper chef. Even if it be copper self, I need a man, make a show him I be proper chef. Text. Keeper of the gates of wisdom, please let me in. Mm-hmm. Keeper of the gates of wisdom, please let me in. The city's biggest conversation. Still listening to the City Breakfast Show. Music from Aquabwa. Featuring a fear. Call this one, Hold Me Down. Of course, featuring text as well. Text on the rap verse. The newspaper review is upon us. Brought to us by Fidelity Bank. Fidelity Bank is giving you the Sikaboom promo so you can win 100,000 CDs. That's the grand prize. All you have to do is uh, deposit and maintain 300 CDs and multiples of it in your Fidelity account every month during the promo period to qualify. Now, the promo runs from August 25. This year started running months ago. Then it will end in February 2023. And it's in partnership with NLA on the Caritas Lottery platform. Open your Fidelity account. Make that deposit today. That's why I... And when big T's and C's apply, Fidelity Bank believe with us. And the newspaper review is also brought to us by Total Energies, three-time winners 
of the Petroleum Company of the Year Award from the CIMG. And they are in the CIMG's Hall of Fame for Petroleum. They dedicate these awards to their valued customers and they promise to keep doing the things that have endeared themselves to you to keep giving you the best products the best services that meet your needs and expectations the segment is also brought to us by Kel Chaco Toothpaste Kel Chaco Toothpaste Happy Smile Six thirty six. Let me welcome Richard the last guy. My man, my man, my man, my man, my man. What's up? What's up? <laughs> You see, that means where you say, Hallelujah. <laughs> no, this song here. Huh? No, Charlie, the, 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 the problem is the last time I heard this song, no. Sorry. Must have been some twenty something years ago. No, I'm telling you. No, and how? Uh, no, no, truth. This song is sung like no, 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 no. You see, unfortunately, I've not heard this song in a long time. Where have Just you? Just yesterday, uh, somebody called me and said, "Charlie, Emoji has done some oh. rendition of okay. this song." Look, if you hear the song, <laughs> forgive me, you have orgasm. <laughs> no, no, you can't mention those two things, God and that thing, Sorry. in the same context. But honestly, seriously, no, no. In fact, I've not heard it. But if you have heard Emoji's version of this rendition of this this song, because Charlie, I've forgotten the words. Mm. Yeah, it's Midak, but it's by Ken Kafu, yes. formerly of the University of Ghana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Solid tune. Those days I was in CYB. That was the last time I heard the song. So this morning I woke up, it was on my mind. And then really? We, and then when that. I got into Charlie, I tuned into the thing. Then I hear say you they play that. You want to say no? When I come, no, I will say Godfred and uh, you. No, no you go to heaven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Charlie. So uh, please, all my brothers and sisters out there, yes, including Winnie Barkoya, whatever that year new CYB. Charlie, if you know the words of the song, send because I've forgotten the oh, words. You, somebody will send it right now. Hey. Yeah. In fact, I have someone who can send it. You, you say, oh, if yeah, I send yeah. it, Charlie, no. <laughs> but if you have the go MOG go version, too, Charlie. Charlie, you for send it. <laughs> <laughs> because when it comes, no, 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 no
to sing like you. Let's go into the new Okay, the final newspaper front page resisting debt exchange inimical to recovery. Oforiata rallies TUC, creditors, and partners to get IMF board approval for staff level agreement. Also, Asasi Foundation and 10 others donate to Princess Marie Louise Children's Hospital, very old children's hospital on Darby Avenue here. NDC went to court without figures because collation system crashed, according to Johnson and and Kitsia. And Atuasian is to pay 60 million Ghana cities in one year in three equal tranches. Yes. The Daily Graphic says this morning, IMF to inject 3 billion US dollars into our economy. The first milestone achieved for extended credit facilities. Please, let's talk talking uh, <laughs> milestone business. You know, it makes politicians feel that they have done something. Ah, man. Uh, also on the front page, 80% poultry ventures fold up. Association uh, talking about that. Meanwhile, Christmas is coming. And collapse of Capital Bank. Ato Asian avoids prison. As you have said, mm. details in the Daily Graphic this morning. Okay, mm. the new publisher has an interesting picture of Bukum Banku on their front page. Bukum Banku locked up in police cells with 17-year-old son. Oh. Also, Yoko chases 100 stolen luxury cars as FBI storms Ghana and grabs 10. Charlie. Hey, hey, yeah, hey. Oh. Also, the GFA threatens to sue persons who defame the black stars. And the Yana extols Napo over free SHS. The Republic Press says this morning, Asirun Ketia's cause own goal exposes party secret in attempt to in- indict Ofosu Ampofo. Also on the front page, Opare Ado goes after Samit Jemfi and Ghana. Close to securing IMF deal. On the Chronicle front page, Ghana was honest with us, says IMF, after reaching staff level agreement with the Furiata and team. Atuisian escapes custodial sentence. Mm-hmm. Infighting rules NDC. Alwin Chief's petition interior minister. And Second Corinthians chapter 8, verse 21. For we are taking pains to do what is right, not only in the eyes of the Lord, but also in the eyes of man. The Herald says this morning, most NDC leaders in midnight underhand dealings with MPP bigwigs and Yahweh drops bombshell ahead of Saturday's crunch executive elections. Also, we are told that more info on KK Sapon's illegal ESB after GMPC exit out. Also, mm-hmm. something here that says CD witnesses significant improvement but prices of fuel are this on change. At least you have dollars if you sell that thing. Mm. The new crusading guy. <laughs> Government makes progress on IMF deal. Multimedia group console Bakun family. Oh. Uh, 2023 budget gives hope. GHS boss receives award from Korea Prime Minister. And Essie Daniel is elected chairperson of IDF Africa region. Now, she's been the president of the Ghana Diabetes Association mm-hmm. for a while. She's done a lot of work um, with diabetes awareness in mm-hmm. Ghana. So congrats to her over the years. Yeah. And the Inquisitor says this morning, rough tactics in NDC as national executives, uh, executive election approaches. Um, also, something here that says, coming up, Okobeng mines and destruction of water bodies in part of the western region. And the Business and Financial Times, Ghana and IMF negotiations, deal reached. Also, rallying city and falling global prices push fuel down by 9 to 15%. Are we seeing that at the pumps? Well, no, National Corporate Governance Code launched. Experts propose exchange rate stabilization levy to strengthen CD. Mm-hmm. More levies. Wow. And uh, more stories in the Business and Financial Times. Okay, if you go to citynewsroom.com, IMF deal. Naysayers have been shamed. Hey. That's according to John Kuma. Shay, shay, shay. That's what he's saying. Oh, no, you. Oh. <laughs> 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 
a pussycat. Meow! Shame! Whoa, whoa! So that's what I'm going to say. Anyway, moving on. Deputy AG is assuring that the state will prosecute other corporates in banking sector crisis. Um, IMF bailout. Ghana to receive first tranche by 2023 first mm-hmm. quarter. Other stories. Excitement over $3 billion IMF agreement. Premature. That's according to the minority. Okay. And on the Capital Bank case, Fitzgerald Odonko Teteneti acquitted mm-hmm. and discharged. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you go to citybusinessnews.com, <laughs> Dr. Sam Ankara <laughs> Sam Ankara says, offload non-performing SOEs to private sector. Okay. Okay. Industry actors are saying develop a national strategy for soya bean, mm-hmm. and um, other stories. Ghana to receive first tranche of IMF bailout by 2023 first quarter, and of course Ghana reaches agreement or staff level agreement with IMF. If okay. you go to um, citysportsonline.com, they also have um, some stories there as well. Uh, of course, from last night, Messi Alvarez combined to send Argentina to World Cup final. Black Galaxies to play Legon Cities in the friendly on Thursday. And in other stories, teams arrive for Ghana National Basketball Championships. And um, in terms of club football, uh, Kotoku Royals is saying Abladi's exit was evident after long emergency meeting. Kotoku Royals are in the Ghana Premier League. They are reshuffling their managerial bits there. If you go to um, some of the other portals, majoronline.com, for example, they say CD now 11 CD 50 to one dollar. Mm-hmm. Okay, parliament suspends approval of 80 million CDs for National Cathedral mm-hmm. and fuel prices to fall significantly from December 16. Okay. And Koku, we just uh, as um, an addition to a story you read on one of the papers, Yoko retrieves 37 imported stolen luxury vehicles mm, there are various versions um, of that particular story because the association of uh, car importers uh, they have a specific they're also not happy they are accusing the yoko of breaking the law and doing all kinds of things mm. and they want the president to intervene on okay. that mm. matter okay all right if you go international just quickly explosions in central cave this is on the bbc explosions in central cave amid air raid warning and meta sued for two billion dollars over ethiopia violence and u.s storm Brings blizzards, rain, and tornadoes. Koki, I'm sure you're quite mm. familiar with, with these. And on the entertainment front, mm. Megan the Stallion mm. testifies Tory Lane's short hair. Yeah, Ooh. this thing is still mm. going on. Yeah. All right, let's get into anyway. The, the big story on the front page of the Daily Graphic this morning talks about the IMF deal. And Maxwell Adombila writing for the paper says this morning, Ghana has secured a preliminary agreement with the International Monetary Fund for the injection of three billion US dollars into the economy over the next three years. Um, am I safe to say that one billion a year? Now, the IMF support and the attendant programs are to help stabilize the economy and correct fiscal and monetary imbalances that have caused the Ghanaian city to depreciate and mm. the prices of goods and services to rise. Now, the staff level agreement for the extended credit facility was announced yesterday at a press conference jointly addressed by the government side and the IMF mm. mission. And in the Chronicle, Ghana was honest with us. So the IMF has commended Ghana for being open and constructive during the negotiation for a $3 billion bailout. It's a three-year external credit facility to support the economic policies and reforms of the country. Mm. The fund 
expressed their gratitude to the government of Ghana, Parliament, and other stakeholders in a statement it issued to announce the staff level agreement. Mm -hmm. So, Mr. Stefan Rude, who climaxes the visit to Accra from December 1st to 13th, um, discussed with the Ghanaian authorities about IMF support for their policy and reform plans. IMF said the economic program aims to restore macroeconomic stability mm -hmm. and debt sustainability <laughs> while laying the foundation for stronger and more okay. inclusive. And um, further in there, Mr. Furiata described the preliminary approval as historic, given that it was secured in record time. You see, this is kind of language. <laughs> you know, when they were going for the uh, Euro bond left, right, and center, and mm. Drawing parties, kinky mm. parties. Mm. That's mm. what they were saying, and that it was oversubscribed, mm. and they, they took us to this 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 this, this poor state. Okay, and okay. we are still talking this yeah. language. You should fix the thing, and you well, know. Well, well, well John Kuma, who yes. is the deputy finance minister, he says, or this is on citynewsroom.com, mm -hmm. says political opponents who were skeptical about the IMF deal have been put to shame wow. over the success wow. achieved. Now, Ghana is set to receive the first tranche of about three billion of a three billion dollar bailout by the from the IMF by the first quarter of next year, mm -hmm. after I reached the staff level agreement on economic policies and reforms. Now, John Kuma was on eyewitness news. He said, "Quote: Of course, achieving the staff level agreement is not the ultimate, but it's a very critical step towards getting programs from the fund. Mm -hmm. Many people did not give Ghana the chance that it would be possible within five to six months." Uh, it will be able to achieve a staff level agreement in an IMF program. On the whole, we just want to give thanks to the Lord hey. for Ghana. On you messed <laughs> up the you economy to achieve this, this bad this thing, thing. and then you are going to beg for support, and they have seen inside for you because of other considerations. Charlie. And you are here telling us that it's an achievement so, of some uh, kind. There was People a time when it was like we are not going to the IMF. The IMF is nothing near. Now we are celebrating. We are a country with pride. We ain't going Charlie, to the IMF. Well, we've gone, and now we. This is shame <laughs> unto those of you who said not something. Well, the minority is still fighting in quotes. Mm. Akfuriata, this is in the Chronicle. The minority leader in Parliament, Mr. Harry Naidrisu, has asked the Minister of Finance, Mr. Kenoferiata, to come before the House and spell out how he intends to execute the debt exchange program he announced on December 6th. Mm -hmm. According to the leader, the mere announcement of the DEP was not the end. He indicated that the haircuts on loans and investments, both domestic and external, were approved in accordance with the law, and any variation in the terms and conditions must equally be done in consistency with the law. Mm -hmm. Hence the need for the Minister to come before the House and walk them through how the program will be implemented. Mm -hmm. So Mr. Idrisu quoted... Um, articles from the constitution um so you can read more about that in the chronicle he's co he continued saying that the minister of finance cannot just walk in this country as if everything is determined by him if you're doing a haircut and you're changing terms of agreement whether domestic or external they're contractual and these contractual agreements come with obligations therefore he must come and lay a paper on how he intends to work on those external debts because when we approve those loan agreements we approve them in consistency with article 181 with all the terms and conditions so you cannot vary the terms and conditions as it pleases you you. Yeah, okay. the city is improving its health. Mm -hmm. If you go to page 55 of the Daily Graphic, there's a story on that. Charles Benoni Okan, mm -hmm. writing for the Daily Graphic, says that the local currency, the Ghana city, is gradually inching towards the 11 mm -hmm. CD mark to one US dollar. As the government reached their much anticipated staff level agreement with the International Monetary Fund yesterday. Now, the United States dollar is the country's major foreign trading currency. Now, according to uh, 
official figures from the Bank of Ghana. The Ghana city started strong against the dollar at the start of the week and has uh, maintained that momentum until yesterday when it began trading at 11.5 okay. Ghana cities. Now, in line with that, in the Business and Financial Times, experts at the Dankwa Institute have proposed a raft of measures to government, including introduction of an exchange rate stabilization levy as it seeks to prevent the huh? country's ailing economy from deteriorating further. They're also calling for rationalization of government expenditure by allowing state-owned enterprises to stand on their own, easing the burden of government spending in the process. Now, that one sounds you know, feasible. Now, they were, they were speaking at a forum themed Restoring Macroeconomic Stability and Sustainable Economic Growth. So this they talked about the value that the city has lost over the year. But Charlie, like you said, another levy? Really? Stabilize the city? Okay. Let's talk about fuel prices, though. In the same paper, rallying city and falling global prices push fuel down by 9 to 15%. Motorists should expect a reduction of about 9 to 15% in the pump price of fuel. This is coming from the Institute of Energy Security. With the continued price falls recorded on the international market over this month's first pricing window, coupled with the appreciation of the city, it said consumers are set to see further price relief at the pump in the second pricing window for December. Prices should drop 9.02%. 8.08% and 7.38% for petrol, diesel, and LPG, respectively. This will result in domestic oil marketing companies reducing their prices further. So let's hope and see if indeed that comes to pass. It would be nice mm -hmm. to get a bit uh, of a reduction as we head okay. toward Christmas, right? Yeah. All right. Let's go to citynewsroom.com. And now on the banking sector crisis, there's a very big case there, the capital bank case. Yeah. Now, uh, this story says Fitzgerald Odonko, or Reverend Fitzgerald Odonko, and Teteneti acquitted and discharged. Hmm. Now, in Accra High Court, <clears throat> or is, is that how it's supposed to be read? Or the High, high court, court in Accra. Accra. Yeah. The High Court Accra yeah. has acquitted and discharged the second and third accused persons in the capital bank case, Teteneti and Reverend Fitzgerald Odonko. The two were charged together with the founder of the defunct bank, Atoasian. In April this year, Reverend Odonko revealed that he was against the bank's payment of 27.5 million CDs as a business promotion to its founder and CEO, William Atoasian. According to him, although the decision of the bank's board to pay the money to Asian out of the 620 million CD Bank of Ghana's support was an industry practice up until 2019, he and some others protested the payments because it was not in the interest of the bank. So the story goes on to detail all of that. In addition, um, the the court also changed this position and accepted the 90 million CD repayment terms <laughs> on Atu Essien's restitution deal. Okay. And some of the papers and portals mm -hmm. have carried that story as well. Okay. okay. Let's go to the new publisher where Iyoko chases mm -hmm. 100 stolen luxury cars as mm -hmm. FBI storms Ghana. Now, about 100 ultra-modern luxury vehicles of various specifications recently shipped to Ghana are being trailed after security intelligence reports showed <coughs> they were stolen from various locations in Canada and the United States of America. Ghana's Economic and Organized Crime Office, or Iyoko, in partnership with the Federal Bureau of Investigation, or FBI, and the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, or RCMP, have embarked on a joint operation that has led to the retrieval of 37 of the suspected stolen luxury cars as at last Friday, December the 9th. The number could have gone up over the weekend. The cars were retrieved in and around Accra from places where the affluent live and the wealthy play, including, but not limited to, Fiesta Royale Hotel, <coughs> Mervyn Pick Hotel, mm -hmm. Jolu Dimples Junction Area, mm -hmm. East Legon, North Kaneshi, and the Jolu Roundabouts Area. During the repossession operation, 10 mm -hmm. persons were arrested to help in investigations. After their arrest, they were granted self-inquiry bail and asked to stick to a timetable for reporting 
reporting to the police to assist in investigations. The remaining 63 suspected stolen vehicles are being tracked in the joint security operations. Now, some of the cars being tracked include a BMW X7 2019 model, yeah. Jeep Wrangler 2021, wow. a Range Rover EV 2022, hey. Mercedes-Benz S-Class 2022, hey, 2022 Honda CRV, Honda Odyssey yes. 2022, Audi SS 2021 model, Boa. Mercedes G Wagon 2017, Boa. Mercedes GLE 2022, uh-huh. and other modern specifications. Mm. All right, Quiet. interesting, Charlie. interesting stuff there. Mm. Okay, guys, uh, I think our time is, is up. up yes, oh, yes, okay. yes, yes. But thank you, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, Koku. Thank you, Richard. Yes, Ali, thank you, bro. <laughs> that was the newspaper review. Uh, coming up next is the City Business News. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. We're sorry to interrupt this program for a breaking news story. Information reaching us is that the whole country has been thrown into a state of joy and excitement about the new look of Total Energy's lubricants. Our correspondent Kwame Owusu is standing by to bring us the very latest development. Kwame, what exactly is the situation where you are? <laughs> Emmanuel, I must say there's a huge crowd here with divers and customers extremely excited about the new Total Energy's lubricants bottle. I have with me here one of the divers. Hello, boss. Yes, you are live on Quartz 202.1 FM. Tell us the reason for your joy. My name is Wawo, War, and for 10 years, I use only Total Energy's lubricants for efficiency and performance of my car engine. With a new bottle, it's easier to read, carry, and pour. New bottle design and color, new label, new cap, and security features with a QR code. Massa is the same superior oil quality. Challenge, this is performance at their side. So you heard it right. Total Energy's lubricants bottle have been entirely redesigned into a modern and premium pack to give you the best experience. Reporting live from the capital, this is Kwame Owusu. Courts, keep your engine younger for longer. Up next, we ask some Ghanaians what they would do if they were blessed with 100,000 Ghana cities. Hey! 100,000 Ghana cities by this time. Masa, I will buy a new car with sunroof. Me, 100,000 Ghana cities. You can also win a hundred thousand Ghana cities in the Fidelity Bank Sicker Boom promo. All you have to do is deposit and maintain 300 Ghana cities and multiples of it in your Fidelity account every month during the promo period to qualify. There's loads of cash to be won in the monthly draws with a whooping 100,000 Ghana cities in the Grand Draw. Make that 300 Ghana City deposit today. This promo runs from August 2022 to February 2023 and is in partnership with the NLA on the Currencies Lottery platform. Terms and conditions apply. Fidelity Bank. Believe with us. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Na 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 Oh, is it because I buy you designer? We make you feel like say I don't do I know 
658. Coming up next is the City Business News. Brought to us by Access Bank. Access Bank has the triple salary promo. Switch your salary account to Access Bank's Empower Salary account today and automatically enjoy free interest on payday loan. Pick now. Pay later loan. Fly now. Pay later loans. And other personal loans. Can also win uh, three times your monthly salary, school fee, scholarships, DSTV, plus free subscription and a whole lot more just visit any of access banks 53 branches across ghana or visit their website ghana.accessbankplc.com to get started access bank more than banking and the city business news also brought to us by goyle mtn enterprise life enterprise is your advantage let's get into the city business news with michael obudu this is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Hello and welcome to the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN Goyle, Enterprise Life, Your Advantage, Access Bank, Modern Banking, and powered by your most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. Coming up, Finance Minister Ken Oforiata, confident of a speedy economic recovery as Ghana secures IMF staff level agreement. Also, fuel prices tip to drop by about 10% in the second pricing window of the month. My name is Michael Obudu and to our stories now, the Finance Minister Ken Oforiata is optimistic that the IMF staff level agreement will aid the speedy recovery of the economy. This comes as the IMF staff and the government of Ghana reached a staff level agreement on economic policies and reforms to be supported by a new three-year agreement arrangement under the extended credit facility of about $3 billion US dollars on Tuesday. Speaking at a press conference in Accra, Ken Oforiata noted that obtaining the approval of the IMF board will be dependent on the closing the deal with the bondholders. The SLA is only one aspect of the approval process. More is yet to be done to secure IMF management and board approval, and that is what we all of us as Ghanaians should work to ensure um, that we go through. Key fiscal measures, structural reforms, and the medium-term macro-fiscal framework in the 2023 budget are aligned with the IMF-supported program. It is therefore crucial that we receive support from all stakeholders, uh, especially Parliament, to ensure that the 2023 budget, including all revenue measures, are passed and not returned to um, last year's experience that we had. And the creditors also to ensure a successful debt operation. Truly, the eventual conclusion of the program will assist us in our efforts to restore stability, tackle inflation, and strengthen our currency. That is why the various ingredients of the program should be supported by all Ghanaians and all stakeholders. We can only get to the IMF board if we get sufficient commitment from our creditors in support of the debt operation. 
That was the Minister of Finance, Ken Oforiata. Meanwhile, the IMF Mission Chief to Ghana, Stefan Rode, says it will need ample assurance from Ghana's partners and creditors that the program is fully financed before its board finally approves the $3 billion deal. He assures that Ghana will receive the first tranche of the $3 billion from the International Monetary Fund once the IMF board gives its approval. Uh, when it comes to, for example, the perimeter uh, of the debt restructuring, which debt would be included or not included when it comes to the parameters of the debt restructuring, in other words, what type of relief would be uh, sought from one type of creditors or another, and when it comes to uh, engagement between the government and, uh, and, and, the, and the creditors, <coughs> all of that are very much um, sovereign decisions. and. Um, and they are very much for the government to decide on uh, in collaboration with their financial and legal advisors. Um, and so as soon as we have uh, assurances from creditors that, that this is going to be the case, uh, uh, when sufficient progress has been made on that front, we will be able to, to present the, the program to our board. And as to the, the follow-up question that the, the, uh, you had on, on when the money would hit uh, Ghana's <laughs> accounts, uh, that, that, that would happen very, very uh, shortly after the, the program has been approved by, uh, by the board. That was the IMF mission chief to Ghana, Stefan Rodet. Now, meanwhile, economist Dr. Patrick Assuming is urging government to leverage on the staff level agreement and fulfill its part of the agreement in order to restore macroeconomic stability in the country. Dr. Assuming maintains that the country is not out of the woods with just the announcement of the staff level agreement. In an interview with City Business News, Dr. Assuming underscored the need for government to broaden stakeholder consultation to ensure that all parties buy into the program. A lot of promises have been made in, in the agreement. If you saw, there's a lot of obligations on the government of Ghana before the deal happens. So we have to do some funding assurances, and we need assurances that the debt fracturing has actually happened. But beyond that, you've seen that this time we've mentioned a lot of things about restructuring. There's both restructuring of public finances, dealing with uh, revenue mobilization, expenditure rationalization. But there's also something about the government's own economic program, which uh, the post-COVID program of economic growth. So, you know, on paper, this seems like we are trying to address some of the key challenges that the, the economy, the real side of the economy, as well as the government finance, have faced in the past. But these are only on paper. You have to say that some of the things that have been contained, even the seven-point agenda, they are not entirely new. They are things that were a key part of the current government's uh, flagship programs and others. So, just because we have uh, this good-sounding policies on paper doesn't mean we really have to actually go out there and implement that. So I hope that the government will brought in the stakeholder consultation and ensure that it gets further buying for the actual implementation. At the moment, we know they are struggling because some key stakeholders are kicking against the debt testing program that was announced. Dr. Patrick Assuming is an economist. Now, energy consultant Benjamin Insia is tipping the price of petrol to hit 14 Ghana cities per liter or lower soon. This represents about a 10% drop in the current price of the commodity, which currently stands at an average of 14, 15 cities 40 pesos a liter. This comes as a major relief to consumers after fuel was almost sold at 18 Ghana cities a liter last month. Mr. Insia has been explaining what is accounting for this anticipated drop in prices. So beginning 16th, petroleum users should expect quite drastic decline in the price of petroleum product because of one, the city has seen stability and appreciating against the dollar 
into uh, prices of petroleum products on the international market are continuously uh, declining. So I expect that uh, beginning this particular date, uh, prices of petroleum products will uh, decline by about at least uh, 10%. And that means that uh, petrol will go for a maximum of uh, 14 Ghana cities uh, per liter and diesel will go for a maximum of uh, 16 Ghana cities 80 pesos per liter however due to competition uh, others are likely to sell petrol uh, below uh, 18 Ghana cities uh, beginning this particular uh, window and then others are also likely to sell diesel uh, below uh, 16 Ghana cities and the reason is that uh, there are many OMCs and many BDCs and uh, because of the competition, others would like to uh, decrease uh, their prices uh, so they can stay in business and also serve uh, the petroleum user. Energy consultant Benjamin Insia there. Now, importers and exporters who have for some time now been unable to pay their duties at the port are now able to do so following the recent appreciation of the city. A few months back, when the city reached an all-time high of 16 Ghana cities to a dollar, many of the importers abandoned their goods at the port due to the resultant spike in import duties and taxes. The importers who pay duties based on the exchange rate used by the Customs Division of the Ghana Revenue Authority say the costs have now significantly reduced due to the stability of the city. Samson Asakia Wingobit is the General Secretary of the Importers and Exporters Association of Ghana. People who were supposed to pay duty at the last week and couldn't pay, the system has affected the bank of Ghana rate. And if you assume your duty were like to be like 40,000, maybe it can come like 45, I mean uh, 35 or it come by. I've seen some people saying that there have been some some drop, magna drop behaviors. So when you are having your your bill and you haven't paid it, you now want to pay. Now that the Tuesday has come, it will change to reflect the current rate. So if last week it was 13 point something, and today it is 12 point something or 11, also uh, it reflected that rate. So meaning your duty would reduce. You hear the General Secretary of the Importers and Exporters Association of Ghana, Samson Asaki Awingubit. Now on the interbank foreign exchange market where banks trade amongst themselves, the dollar lost 1 CD 15 pesos and is selling at 10 CDs 41 pesos. The British pound lost 1 CD 24 pesos and is selling at 12 CDs 90 pesos. The euro also lost 1 CD 7 pesos and is selling at 11 CDs 7 pesos. However, at some forex bureau, the dollar is selling at 12 CDs. The British pound is selling at 16 CDs and the euro is selling at 13 CDs, 5 pesos. Let's now join Gillian Hammer of Data Bank for more on the topic, what is a treasury bill? Treasury bills, otherwise known as T-bills, are among the most popular investments in Ghana. However, despite the high demand for them, many people don't understand how they work. Treasury bills are short-term loans the government takes from the investing public to finance various projects. You can choose to purchase it for 91 days, 182 days, or 364 days. Because T-bills are guaranteed by the government, it is considered very safe and therefore is usually used as a benchmark against which other investments are compared. The return on a treasury bill is annualized, meaning it is quoted to reflect a 12-month period. So if you purchase a 91-day T-bill and you are quoted a rate of return of 12%, 
As an example, you should only expect to receive a quarter of the return, therefore 3%, because the T-bill will only run for three months. If the rate is 12% for a 182-day bill, then you should expect to receive 6% because the bill will only run for six months. To get the full return, you would need to purchase and hold a 364-day T-bill. Note that the interest being quoted varies according to the length of the Treasury bill. That was Gillian Hammer of Data Bank. And that does it for the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN Gwal, Enterprise Life Your Advantage, Access Bank, Modern Banking, and powered by your most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. My name is Michael Obudu. Thank you for listening. Have a good business day. And as always, please stay safe. Duck, you know my boss owns a fleet of commercial cars and he drives only brand new vehicles. Latest. Before he hired me, this is what he said. Crutchy, my vehicles are my investment. It is a winim, no winim, and you buy any fuel apart from oil. Waboka signed this undertaking. But he was right? Yes, and he's right. Goil stocks only higher grade fuels, further enriched with XP3, multifunctional enhancer, more efficient, eco-friendly, and at no extra cost. Available at every Goil station. Ajibedia. Goil Super XP Run 95 and Diesel XP. Higher grade fuels, excellent for modern engines and all vehicles. Goil. Good energy. Yeah, yes, you. Oh, what a nice move towards the cashier. Yep, you can trust my wife for that when she's using my Access Bank Visa card. Oh, look at that. Too much swag. Her swiping is impeccable. Especially when Access Bank Visa cards are offering up to 40% discount this football season. Aha, I see where her confidence is coming from. A 40% discount. That's something. What is she paying for? It's a spa moment. <laughs> this football season and beyond. Get an Access Prepaid, debit or credit. Visa card, transact and enjoy up to 40% discount when you shop at your favorite retail outlets or Access Bank loyalty partners. Your Access Visa cards can be used for local or international transactions. Access Bank is the official bank partner of the GFA. Access Bank, more than banking. Kojo Korea. I tread the Billy Goat. No, folly the same school time. I am sending you this WhatsApp audio because you are the group admin. Did I not sit in the same class with you? As them. It took the group more than three months to contribute only a thousand CDs for me when it took just one week to contribute the same amount for Nana. name looking faces. A situation like this can be avoided. Sign on to Alumni by Enterprise Life. Designed for members of all students' associations, you decide a fixed amount that covers the lives of members their spouses and two adult relations say bye-bye to unequal welfare contributions with alumni by enterprise life it's possible charlie call daniel on 0246-373653 or karen on 050-162-7361 dream big with us enterprise your advantage <laughs> The other day, I visited Kweku at his spunky new office to congratulate him on opening his business. And man, was I impressed. The business is just moving quick. The sales, customers, everything is just working seamlessly. The secret, hmm, he said, it's MTN Business Broadbander. In the 
this fast-paced environment, we need fast and reliable internet to support all business types. No laggy online meetings, great download and upload speeds, impeccable business management systems, all-inclusive. I mean, you can have it all. Shout! I signed on immediately. <laughs> to enable your business stay ahead and stay connected, make sure you're signed on to the best internet made just for businesses. MTN Business Broadband. Sign up today on broadband.mtn.com.gh and manage your account on my MTN app. Call 0244-308-111 for more information. MTN. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. 7.15. Coming up next is Kickoff. Brought to us by Lechejo. Visit any Lechejo branch near you to update your records with your Ghana card. Send a WhatsApp message to 0574065958 or 0302208333. Lechejo, let's improve lives. Benjamin Nketiah is here. It's time for kickoff. Let's get into the headlines and Argentina thrash Croatia to book a place in the World Cup final. France take on Morocco tonight in the second semi-final and Ghana's Black Galaxies to play Legon Cities as preparations for the Chan 2023 tournament continue. In the NBA, the Lakers fumbled their game against the Celtics while there were wins for the Jazz and the Bucks. <laughs> Let's begin with some World Cup news and Africa's sole campaigner in the World Cup. Morocco will face defending champions France today in the second semi-final tie of the competition. Morocco's Atlas Lions became the first African side to make it to the last four of the World Cup after they beat Portugal in last weekend's quarter-final and they can make more history if they beat France today. For France, they are hoping to become the first team to defend their World Cup title since Brazil achieved that feat in 1962. The winner of today's semi-final match will take on Argentina in Sunday's final after the South Americans beat Croatia by three goals to nil last night thanks to goals from Julian Alvarez and Lionel Messi. And talking about that one, Argentina picked up a 3-0 win. Let's get some reaction from Argentina goalkeeper Emiliano Martinez speaking after their 3-0 victory. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. You know, we lost the first game. Uh, all of a sudden, it's everything upside down. Uh, people doubting us. Obviously, we lost the unbeaten run, 36 games. And Mexico, the first half was a little bit sloppy. And every, everyone wanted to lo- us to lose. So it's us against the rest of the world. So I'm so glad that this uh, 26 group of players, they're all fighters, and we got 45 million to Argentina and all behind us. It's just amazing. We, we feel the crowd on the streets. Uh, they're all full of Argentinians. Every every time we play, we are home. We feel like we are home. There's only 40 or 50,000 Argentinians in every ground. We're so happy to have them. 
Argentina goalkeeper Emiliano Martinez speaking there. Tomorrow, World Cup news in Brazil, legend Ronaldo Nazario says that Kylian Mbappe reminds him of himself and believes that the France forward will finish as the best player at the World Cup. Now, Mbappe is currently the leading scorer in Qatar with five goals in five matches. France faced Morocco in the semi-final uh, today after edging past England and Ronaldo says Le Bleu are the team to beat and Mbappe is the standout player at the tournament. Talking about how fast he is and how good he is and how he's remember me when I played before and he's uh, he knows how to use his ability you know how 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 to go faster than the others and uh, uh, use that ability to assist or score so I think uh, France is the favorite one to win the World Cup. As I thought before the World Cup starts, and Mbappe for me is going to be the best player for the World Cup. Ronaldo Nazario de Lima speaking there. Let's get to some local news and Black Galaxy's management chairman, Dr. Tony Orban, says he is impressed with the team's preparations for the 2023 Chan tournament. The national team has been in camp for some weeks now, playing friendly matches, with the next game coming up against Legon Cities on Thursday. What I observed is that I've been at a training camp um, on about three or four occasions, including just this morning. And I saw the commitment, the focus, and the, and, and the desire to win in the eyes, no, in the eyes of uh, these players. And I thought that, uh, that it gave me some hope about what was uh, uh, you know, ahead of us. Obviously, we still have time to polish up. In fact, the, the, the team would have to be thrown down to maybe... 26 or so. So um, there's more work to be done. But what I saw was very impressive. I mean, I, I was impressed with that. Black Galaxy's management chairman, Dr. Tony Orbing, speaking there to some league news in Accra Hearts of Oak head coach Slavko Matic has called for an improved performance from his team when the Bet Power Premier League returns from the World Cup break. The Serbian made this remark after a 2-1 loss to the Black Galaxies in a friendly match that was played over the weekend. The Phobians are away at Inswatraman FC next Tuesday in match week 9 of the league. Generally, I'm satisfied. As your colleagues say, we don't have four or five uh, national team players. We, we don't have heart of the team, but we have another heart that is important. We must, uh, we must work with all players the same way. And uh, the quality of one team exactly, I think, one day showed today. With, without that four or five players, we still play, I think, good football. And we must improve. We must run more. We must have more discipline. We need time for, for, uh, much, for better things. For us, the most important next game. Eh? We, we will prepare the... Now we have time, one more week to prepare for next game. We are waiting to see Federation what will decide about us because we have five players out. Accra Hearts of Folk head coach Slavko Matic speaking there. More league news and public relations officer for Kotoku Royals Okateche Afrifa has shared more light on the departure of the club's head coach Seth Ablade. Now the Akimodan-based club uh, announced the departure of Ablade via a statement ahead of the restart of the league. Now according to Afrifa, the decision was taken following a meeting with the gaffer. Well, um, yesterday it was an emergency meeting between Kotoku Royals and um, coach Seta Brady was about uh, the performance of the club. Honestly, Kotokuras has played eight matches in, in the best power Premier League. We have won one, drew one, and lost six. I dearly, that is not how Kotokuras is. 
So uh, the management met the coach for about two and a half hour meeting. And uh, the final say is that the coach should step aside for the club to move on. Whether we can change things uh, or know how we, we can go by. So in a mutual way, uh, the two parties have passed ways. And now um, we are not doing anything. Our oh, coach, Setablade, is no more a head coach of Okotukurayas again. Now, he also confirmed the new coach will soon be appointed. However, in the interim, assistant coach Akako Patron will take charge of the team. Yes, Okotukurayas have ideas and plans to appoint a new head coach as soon as possible. So it's not a matter of uh, a couple will last at least a two or three or four weeks before we appointed a new coach. But since we don't have a head coach, that has been a reason why uh, in, in an interim we have appointed him to come and see focus and make sure that the club will go on the players, training section and everything will be on point before a new coach comes. So it wouldn't take us too long before appointed a new coach. So you heard public relations officer for Kotoku Royals Okateche and Free Fast speaking there. Let's do some other news. And a partnership led by American businessman Bill Foley has completed its takeover of AFC Bournemouth. Now, previous owner Maxim Demin has sold his 100% stake in the Cherries to Foley's Black Knight Football Club. Foley, who is the owner of NHL ice hockey franchise Vegas, uh, Vegas Golden Knights, assumes the position of chairman. Now, in a statement, the club said... Um, and I quote, uh, committed to providing the investment to sustain and build upon Bournemouth's recent accomplishments. End quote. It is the latest American investment into the Premier League after a group led by Todd Bowley took over Chelsea in May. So more American owners for the English. Charlie, but why you don't want to talk about Messi? Messi. Why, why are you discriminating? But, 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 but you see, Messi was our first item on the news. No, you see, the way you they celebrate the other man... Ah. You, why did they do that? Like, equal treatment. This ambush on the news. This ambush on the news is unprecedented. <laughs> equal treatment, bro. Equal treatment. Charlie, equal treatment. Yeah, so. I'm bad. I'm bad. Ignore what Richard Sky said. The real good resides where he resides. The good is eating grass. Like a good must. That's all for the news this morning. You can get more on citysportsonline.com. Trust the process. The biggest things often start small. No matter where you are now, the most important decision you will make today is knowing where you'll be tomorrow. All you have to do is take the next step. Believe in your journey and go with passion. Because when you go with passion, you go big. You explore the possibilities. You create the tomorrow of your dreams. So come along and let's go big with our passion. Apply for a loan now and power your ambitions. Get plugged in. Let's go big. Power by Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3 Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973 and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS CBS. 
Prabhon Greenfields is a private luxury gated community located in the heart of Kumasi with elegant homes starting from just $149,000. Move into our already built three to four and five bedrooms at just 20% down payment and pay the remainder on a payment plan. Call 0546 022-306-0200-056-856. Problem Greenfields, the heart of Kumasi. Central University, Ghana's leading private Christian university, has opened admissions for the 2022-2023 academic year. Degrees are available on our campuses in Mutual, ICGC Christ Temple, Abosokai, and Kumasi. Also enroll in our MBA with various specializations. Scholarships are available for needy but brilliant students. Call us on 0303-318-583 or visit our website at central.edu.gh for more information. Central University, raising transformational leaders through faith integrity and excellence. It's time to help their kids with their math. Oh, Angie, I have to quickly rush to Zenith Bank before they close. You know someone stole my card and I have to go mm. block it. Kwesi, you are going to sit in all that traffic. When there's an enhanced Z-Mobile Ghana app, just download the app and instantly chat with Zenith Bank to have your card blocked right from here. Oh, really? Okay. Um, I also have to schedule the bill payment. Eh? I'll be right back. Hey, Kwesi, Kwesi, you are not going anywhere. With the enhanced Z-Mobile Ghana app, you can schedule payment as well. Hey! Z-Mobile here, Z-Mobile there, Z-Mobile everywhere. They let me download it there. Ah, eh, uh, yeah? Nana, come here for studies. <laughs> Live life in the easy lane with the enhanced Z-Mobile Ghana app. Do more transactions on the go. Buy data, change PIN, set travel notifications, initiate cash withdrawals at any Zenith Bank ATM without a card. You can even log in with your fingerprint or your face. Download the Z-Mobile Ghana app from the App Store or Play Store today. Z-Mobile. Easy does it. Zenith Bank. In your best interest. Wallex Bets. Easy betting, easy winnings. Wallex Bets, the most reliable service to make deposits easily with high odds and numerous bonuses on the spot. Register now at wallexbet.com.gh. Use promo code BESTOXGH to get 300% 1,445 Ghana CDs on your first deposit. Easy to use, easy to have a chance to win. Wallex Bet, reliable bookmaker. Gambling can be addictive. Bet responsibly. Not for person under 18 years. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the Gaming Commission. Stop, stop, stop lying to us. Stop deceiving us. He was not even close to the polo. That is why I bought this Samsung television. Oh. This football season, it is Samsung all the way. Enjoy massive discount. Up to 50% discount on selected items. Enjoy this new football season on a new Samsung television. With as big as 98 inches Samsung television, you are covered. Gas cooker, split ACs, different types of washing machines, and many more. It don't be today. Oh. My grandfather was Samsung. My father too was Samsung. Me, myself, I'll be Samsung. My father will be Samsung. <laughs> Enjoy up to 50% discount on selected items. Go! Go! Go for it now. Go for Samsung. Samsung, our passion, our game. It's creamy, creamy plus, delicious milk. Creamy plus for you. Creamy plus.
Plus is a delightfully delicious option whenever and wherever the occasion calls for milk. For your quick meals on the go or quality time at the dining table, jazz up your favorite Gary Soakings, Mash Kinky, cereals, and all hot and cold beverages with a creamy, protein-rich, healthy option of milk. Creamy Plus evaporated milk with vegetable fat is all you need to stay on the go. Creamy Plus evaporated milk is now available in a shop near you. For bulk purchases, please contact Les Farm Distributors at Medina Ritz Junction on 0501-682-522 or Grace has found us at a Cocoa Photo Dance Summon on 0245-162-747. Creamy Plus Evaporated Milk. This message has been vetted and approved by the FDA. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Still listening to the City Breakfast Show. Sending your messages on 0549-986-996. A few birthday messages. Someone says happy birthday to Honorable George Cyril Bray. He's the MC of Ablekuma West Municipal Assembly. Yeah, good friends. Very good friend. Happy birthday to you, Mr. Bray. George Cyril Bray. This message is coming from Kofi Go. I also got another one. On MC, where's the party? Where's on, the party? On Twitter. <laughs> okay. I also got another one on Twitter, and it's. Uh, this one says you deserve the best of this milestone. Happy uh-huh. birthday to Honorable George Cyril Bray, MC for Ablekuma West Assembly. Aww. It says from your young Efutu brother. That's what the message says, and I'm oh. reading young this. Efutu brother. Yeah, I'm reading it as I see it. <laughs> All right, this one. This one says a warm and happy birthday wish to the last baby or last baby of the Ashong family, Enemy Ashong Junior, aka mm-hmm. Papa. Mm-hmm. 
from your mom, dad, brother, sister, and the Degbo family. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, nice. Yeah. Happy birthday. The Pupu. This one says, Happy birthday to Mrs. Linda Edumreku of Trinity Methodist Church, Kaswa, yeah. in the Ministry of Information. It was okay. Her birthday was yesterday, actually. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's from Mame in Adabraka. Okay. This one says, Kindly wish my daughter, Nanaja Walker of Maps International School, mm-hmm. Tema. Mm-hmm. That's coming from Arabagazi mm-hmm. in Tema. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I have a message for someone. It's not a birthday message, but it's a congratulatory message. Aww. Congratulations, Mrs. Mabel Norte, mm-hmm. General Manager of Zenith Bank Ghana, Aww. on being adjudged the Transformational Leader of the Year in mm. Finance at the recently held Women's Choice Awards 2022, mm-hmm. as well as winning the Female Personality in Banking Award at the Inspiring Women's Awards 2021. Wow. And overall african women achiever commercial what? banking category at the wow. african women awards 2022 mm-hmm. keep soaring we're proud of you this is from your team at zenith bank ghana so wow, wow. lots of achievements well, yeah, that's, particular that's, lady that's, mabel that's, that's big, that's zenith big. Bank. yeah that's, that's lovely right and, so and yeah that's a good one let me let me just say good morning to a former lecturer of mine mm. bobby banson a uh, great guy, lawyer, and uh, he recently launched a book. Okay. Um, you know, a couple of days ago, I was there myself to MC nice. for him. Nice. Uh, on civil procedure, he's a great guy, and Charlie, look, no, Bobby, you be big man. Writing a book man. isn't God, easy. Yeah, that's right. Writing a book is not easy, especially when you come back and looking for material on civil yeah. procedure. It's put it together in a crips manner. Nice. And uh, I love that 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 work. And then also, let me say good morning to a former. Uh, colleague because she's now in part two. Uh, the name is Rita Tando at the Ghana School of oh, Law. Oh, nice. You mm. are a great woman. May God continue to bless you. Okay. Um, okay, okay, we want to say thank you to two gentlemen who mm-hmm. have been very helpful this morning. So, yeah. you know, during the newspaper review, yes. Sky talked about how much he loves Ken Kafri's song. Oh. Uh-huh. So, two gentlemen uh-huh. whom I know, I told you somebody will send it. Yeah, it's Charlie, 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 you know, brothers for the sister. Charlie. So, Gabi Aheto. <laughs> thank you, Gabby, oh, Gabby, for sending that. Uh-huh. And Michael Dodu. Uh-huh. Michael Dodu. Yes, my own Michael. Oh. Thank you, gentlemen. Oh. You're amazing. You're oh. super. They both oh. sent the sheet music oh, Charlie. for Ken Kafui's. Oh, so now you have it. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> no, Charlie, you see, you know, you know the part of the life for the song. What's the, what's the part? The... You know, so as you people, the terrible people, you they highlight that the bad people, yes. they just watch it. When they did that thing, when they, they just deliver. That's all. No, man. Uh, uh, if you go churchy on Sunday, make the play that's over. Happy birthday to my little brother Samuel mm-hmm. Sapo, yes. former deputy head of SRC Intelligence and Student Affairs uh, Committee at the University of Ghana from Dope MC. Okay. Now, this day and age where rent charges are astronomical and the cost of getting a place to stay is a huge issue. Ugoflip is here to make the home ownership journey realistic, fun, and more affordable. Log on to ugoflip.com, register with your phone number or email address, and buy as many tickets as possible. You stand a chance of winning a house at Pram Pram or weekly game prize on one of the many consolation prizes. Now, even if you don't win the big prize, Ugoflip will give you loyalty points equivalent to $3 a ticket. When you accumulate that, you can use it as a down payment towards buying your next home. 
The Millennium Development Authority, MIDA, in partnership with the Ghana Cares Obatampa Program and Ministry of Finance, has launched its economic enclave project site near Asutrare on the enclave falls under the 100 billion city. Ghana cares about Ampa program to create jobs and revive the economy. The project will focus on providing support for the cultivation of up to 110,000 acres of land across the country to expand our productive capacity of rice, tomato, maize, vegetables and poultry. Now, do you send or receive money? Um, do you send to or receive money from other, country, other African countries? Then UBA's Africash is for you. Send and receive money from across the African continent easy and fast through UBA Africash. You can call UBA on 0800 833 or 0302634060. Africash fast and secure means of transferring money across Africa. UBA, Africa's global bank. Still on the show this morning. Very soon we'll be speaking to the IMF Mission Chief for Ghana, Stefan Rude. 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 This guy speaks French. Stéphane Rude. Is is not Rudette. No Rudette. It's no. Rude. French Rude. is spoken like you want to spit. <laughs> Rude. Rude. Stéphane Rude. Yeah. We'll talk to him in a second. But SG Ghana is uh, promising a very exciting Christmas. It's the end of the year. And if you want to cash, you, you want to shop, but you're running short of cash, we can sort you out. Spend 500 cities or more when shopping for friends and loved ones and receive an instant cashback reward. Now, now, simply pay for your shopping with your SG Ghana Visa card at your favorite shop and get an attractive cashback reward for even more shopping. Start shopping today. If you're not a customer, sign up now and get a card. For more information, call 0302-214-314. Promo ends on 31st December. 2022. Remember, with Societe General Ghana, the future is you. All right, you're still listening to the City yeah. Breakfast Show. Sending your comments on 0549-986-996. So, like Bernard said, uh, we have the uh, the IMF's uh, big man. <laughs> well, he's, he, well, you have to be careful. He's the mission chief. He's the mission chief. Okay. So, in terms of... There are bigger uh, There are bigger people, but yes. in terms of our context, yes, yeah. he's a very important person. Yes. In the last few months, there's yeah. been a lot of talk about the IMF and Ghana. Yes. We were getting ourselves ready. Mm-hmm. We went to Washington, actually, yeah. to go and discuss. And then, yeah. we everything culminated, you know... So, let me give you the background. You remember in... March, April, May, the government was talking about the E-Levy, a mm-hmm, lot of discussion. Yes. And then during the E-Levy uh, roadshows, we were saying, well, we don't want to pay levy. And then they said, oh, if you go pay levy, you can go for IMF, etc., etc." And then on 1st July, the president, uh, the Minister of Information sent out a press release that the president of Ghana had spoken to the managing director of the IMF. And after the discussion, the president had directed the Minister of Finance to commence engagement with the IMF for an official program. So I think July 1 is our date. All right, so that's mm-hmm. when the president that's said, when, yes. we are going to do this. Right, so that really changed the news cycle in Ghana. People were like, well, the Minister of Finance said it wasn't going to go. Now we are going. Yeah. And then remember, in, around that time, people were saying, this is going to take a long time. IMF mission is difficult. Ghana is facing very precarious fiscals and all of that. So from July 1 to December 13, mm-hmm. it's been a pretty condensed period of time. So Mr. Rido is in Ghana. Yesterday, he held a press conference with the Minister of Finance yes. to announce what they call a staff-level staff level agreement. agreement. So we just want to get some quick 
crossing of T's and dotting of I's. And since you're the Frenchman, you ask the, <laughs> ask the first question in French. Why do you ask him? Bonjour, Monsieur Oudé. Comment vous allez? Bonjour. Good morning, uh, Bernard. Good morning, everyone. And, and, uh, thank you. Thank you. Good morning to all Ghanaians and your audience. Thank you so much. Thank you. So based on the timeline I gave, from, from July 1, when our president announced the intention, at what point did the staff come in? At what point did your work begin? We, we started very quickly after the, the request from the, from the authorities. Uh, we, we were able to, to send to, to Accra from Washington a uh, mission very, very soon after the request. And really, I have to say, since then, we have engaged very, very, very closely with, uh, with the Ghanaian authorities, mm. uh, both uh, here in Accra in the context of various missions, visits, but also uh, in Washington. And, and I have to say, almost, you know, <laughs> sometimes on a daily basis, mm. uh, virtually as well. I see. One of the things that baffles me is usually Ghana is a member of the IMF, yeah. and usually as members, we usually have representations. We have we send information back and forth. So why does a mission have to come to town when there's a program being contemplated? Because I thought you already talked to the Minister of Finance, you already talked to the Bank of Ghana. You have already sent information. So why does a mission have to specially come in with their briefcases and come and start <laughs> working before a program? Well, I think the main reason is that to be to be effective and to really understand uh, the the circumstances of the country, the, the the best for us is to engage with a mm -hmm. broad range of uh, stakeholders. Mm -hmm. So we don't just talk to the government. First of all, within the government, within the uh, you know, we, we we engage with a number of uh, institutions, with mm -hmm. uh, uh, other uh, ministries, with uh, you know pa Parliament, the Finance Committee, mm -hmm. um, but we also engage with with other stakeholders, uh, mm -hmm. civil society. Uh, um, unions, uh, mm -hmm. representatives of the private sector. It's very important for us to, to get a sense of what is really happening on the ground, mm -hmm. uh, to be able to have a program that will address the, the problems that the Ghanaians are facing, mm -hmm. uh, to be able to engage with, uh, with as range, uh, uh, um, you know, a gr group of, uh, groups of, uh, of people as possible. Mm. Mm. Now, d during these information sessions or these discussions with governments and whoever, what kind of information do you ask for? Um, as uh, to help you with your work, what do you ask from? Say, okay, what did you ask from? Say, the Ministry of Finance or the government in this period, so you can also do your work well. So th there's various aspects that uh, uh, that we discuss in these conversations, and with with you know it depends on the stakeholders, but uh, we want to understand their perspective on what is the situation of the economy, what are the talent challenges that are tackled, and then we also want to understand. And now that I'm talking mainly about the government and mm -hmm. and uh, uh, government officials. What are, what are their plans mm -hmm. to tackle these problems? Because at, at the end of the day, what the IMF does is not to, you know, to come to countries and tell them what to do. What the IMF does is to come to countries, understand what the authorities are willing to do and what mm -hmm. they want to do to address their problems mm -hmm. and to support mm -hmm. them in mm -hmm. addressing these problems. We, we know that Ghana had balance of payment problems and it was said that before the IMF would lend money to us, we had to do a debt sustainability analysis. What does that mean? Well, for, for, the, for the IMF to be able to lend to, to, to a country, uh, it is very important uh, for the institution to be uh, comfortable and, and make sure that debt is going to be sustainable uh, going forward. Uh, it means that the government will be able to repay its debt you know, on a sustainable basis over the, 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 the medium term. Mm. So that's, that's really something that is very important for, for us to be able to land. And so lots of discussions are about uh, you know, what type of policies mm. um, need to be, to, to be implemented to, to ensure that... So that it's not a given that once the president announces that we are engaging the IMF and your team comes to town, it's not given 
that there will be lending. It doesn't mean there will be a program. The, the program is premised on, in our case, a DSI. In other cases, it could be something else. In a, I just want to get that clarity. That it's not a guarantee that there was going to be a program when you started your work. Well, uh, w what is important, f what brings us to the point where we have, uh, where we are now, uh, this, this staff level agreement, which yeah. is really a milestone in towards uh, to the uh, towards the program of the fund. Uh, what is important more broadly is that we have uh, an understanding and agreement on the policies uh, that the government will implement. Mm -hmm. These policies, we want to make sure that they will deliver on the objectives of the program. And here, uh, more broadly, uh, of course, debt sustainability is one of the objectives of the program, but more generally, restoring macroeconomic stability is, is, is critical. That means bringing down inflation, that means uh, uh, making sure that public finances are um, you know, on a sustainable uh, track, uh, that debt is viable. Uh, so all of these aspects are very important. This is one of the quickest you've arrived at a conclusion at staff level, at least for Ghana's case. It usually takes longer. Is this correct? And if it is, what accounted for this? Um, I think uh, I'd say probably the, the intensity of the engagement that we've had uh, from the very beginning, from, from, from July. Uh, you know, all of these uh, missions uh, sometimes um, you know, you, people in Ghana, they don't necessarily see that this is uh, delivering because there is nothing to announce at the end of a, of a mission. But, but the progress that is made in this context in terms of understanding what the challenges are, understanding what the authorities uh, are going to do to, in terms of on the policy front to address these challenges uh, is, is very important. That, that's what allowed us to, to, to make progress uh, rapidly. Is there a sense that the general leadership of the IMF beyond the staff really want to do this. I'm asking because I remember in Washington, the IMF uh, managing director was very clear. She said in Ghana needs help from the IMF. She says our programs are caused by, our problems are caused by COVID and the Russia-Ukraine crisis. She sort of sent some signal. Even a couple of days ago, we heard the US embassy, US ambassador say that if Ghana gets a staff level agreement, the US will support at the board level. Is there a sense in Washington that even before your work, there was some eagerness possibly because of the geopolitical situation in the sub-region, that they can't allow Ghana to get to the brink of, say, Sri Lanka. So they had to do something. Well, the short answer is yes. Uh, there is some eagerness to, to, to help Ghana, of course. Um, Everybody is well aware of the, the hardship that the people of Ghana are, are experiencing in these days. And, and it is very important for, for, our, you know, for, for, for us to help in this, in, in, in this context. Mm. So now that the staff-level agreement has been announced, what usually follows or what's the next thing we should expect? So now the next step will be to try to bring the program request to our executive board. Okay. Uh, so and once it is approved, of, of course, we can start with uh, dispersing the, the money. Um, what is needed for us to be able to bring that request to the, to the board is what we call uh, financing assurances. It's, it's, uh, the board for, for the board to be able to approve a program, it needs to have some degree of comfort that um, development partners will come and help finance the program. Uh, okay. It's important to make sure that it's not just the IMF that is going okay. to come, but that it catalyzes financing from, from other partners so that um, you know the government can actually implement this program, sustain its uh, mm. operations and activities. Mm. That's one aspect. The second aspect is, is for the, the executive board to also have some um, some comfort about um, the fact that debt will be put on a sustainable mm. uh, path going forward, um, achieving 
sustainability over the medium term that is the that is the objective and so some comfort from uh, creditors that um, uh, that, that some some relief will be uh, provided that is consistent with, with yeah. this on, on that point objective. two things i found to be odd before the announcement the graphic had done a story that as of 12 december nobody had signed up for the debt exchange program i thought that would concern you but it, it appears it's not a big concern because i feel the debt exchange program is probably the main vehicle to attaining the sustainability among others if the day before you announced the, the staff agreement, nobody had taken up the, at least not publicly, we didn't, most people had said they weren't going to agree, was that not a concern? And second question, again, the government hasn't given the details of an external debt restructuring. They just said they are engaging. Would those, would you, would you not need those two assurances before you would announce the staff level agreement? So I think on the domestic side, uh, you're referring to the domestic debt exchange, it's, it's you know, it's not for us to speculate of what, you know what, what what creators will decide eventually where we are just in the middle of the process here so i think the best thing to do is to let the government and and uh, and its creditors uh, discuss uh, you know that that uh, the, the offer that have made uh, on the external side um the the, the details of the 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 authorities' intentions has not have not been uh, announced yet, uh, but something that I would like to uh, emphasize is that, you know, what the IMF is very concerned about the overall picture, making sure that the strategy eventually will deliver on debt sustainability. But the details of how this debt restructuring is is being implemented, you know, what type of debts are being uh, um, uh, restructured, uh, relationships with the creditor, whether domestic or external. Uh, the parameters of the of the debt operation, uh, what type of relief the government will be seeking from the different creditors, all of that is really very much for the government to decide. These are all sovereign uh, decisions. So you are just looking at the outcome, not the details of the specificities of whether it's a tenor extension, whether it's a time extension or interest rate cut. You just you are looking at the top lines. Is that what you're saying? There are broad objectives, and uh, when it comes to debt sustainability, and mm. and this is those that we are really want to make sure this will mm. be will, will be achieved so is your work done in ghana or you come back and announce that the board has agreed <laughs> is your work done <laughs> no we, we you know it's never done there's always done. there's always more more, more yeah. to do and, and and of course you know it's it's our role to support the government also during the, the, mm. this period and to continue to engage i mean i'm sure whatever he's doing tonight he'll be watching mbappe <laughs> versus <laughs> yeah. versus morocco versus morocco yeah how nervous are you no doubt uh, <laughs> <laughs> confident france will win tonight and hopeful i would say <laughs> yeah hopeful. hopeful it would be amazing if france were able to defend the title because yeah. only the the brazilians the, have been yeah, able to do that 62 yeah so, i'm supporting morocco anyway i mean <laughs> I, I, I want you to lose not because i don't like you i want morocco to win but that's, that's nothing personal <laughs> watch, watch what you're saying <laughs> thank you very much uh, that, so much. that was uh, the imf mission chief. mission chief for ghana they announced the staff level mm -hmm. agreement what was it yesterday yesterday amazing conference and uh, he no. is saying that the board is left to the board and of course with the sovereign that's ghana to the happens. thank you sir for being on the show thank, thank you so much thank we you it's a, it's a it's a pleasure and I, I want to take that opportunity to wish you all a happy happy holidays as, as, as well you and your audience so Fantastic. happy holidays everyone thank you thank you so much that was stefan rude stefan rude stefan rude, stefan rude. rude. Yeah. <laughs> speak french and let's go i'm not speaking the french <laughs> but like it. let's but greet him in french, in french. Yeah, we can't this is a ghanian audience uh, if you speak in french so we know yeah, you can we'll, speak we'll, it we'll talk about that later we'll do it on arab <laughs> yeah good to see kwabuna ikura 
supporting our old friend who's now with the IMF. Yeah. He passed through the studio as well. Yes. And uh, you know what's interesting? What is the it? new resident rep for the IMF in Ghana? Guess which country is from? Where is it from? Argentina. It's from Argentina. Ah. You know why that spooks me? It's not just because Argentina won yesterday. Go and read about Argentina's history. <laughs> as far as the IMF is concerned. Yeah, they, 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 they brought him here. They brought him here to say, Charlie, don't let what happened in your country happen here. Yeah. <laughs> they, 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 you are right. Argentina's history. I'm telling you. So if an Argentine is the yeah, IMF wrestler taking over. That. And these are all football countries because Tuna Mama is from Cameroon. Cameroon. So from Cameroon to Argentina to France, to all France, of that happening on the same period. Yeah, so for our listeners, I mean, we, we had that interview with Stefan Rudy, IMF Mission interview, but of course, it, it, it kind of highlights a lot of the things that were said yesterday. Yep. And it gives more meat to probably the missing parts of that press conference. Mm-hmm. Maybe a bit more relatable, really. Yeah. 0549 986 Have they put the money here? The money will come after the board agrees and the board's agreement is based on a few things that we have to guarantee so so if if they are sure that the the debt plans will work Uh so possibly they would have to see if people take it up Mm -hmm. and also if the member countries on the board agree i think one of the most important things he said for me was that even before their mission began to work Mm -hmm. he i asked him whether there was a sense that washington wanted this to happen and Mm -hmm. he said yes you know i said i told you that the the if you if you look at the problems Ghana is facing to come to a conclusion this quickly is is, is extraordinary yeah. because I mean countries with fewer problems take longer to come to an IMF agreement mm-hmm. Egypt had to devalue their currency mm-hmm. or sorry they had to agree to relax the fix to the floating regime, regime. before they got three billion Egypt is much bigger than Ghana mm-hmm. now to for a country led by a military hunter to agree to run a floating exchange rate regime just for three billion cities it took them three months million to uh, three million dollars three billion dollars right and we from july one minister finance we're not going to go to imf to the president agrees and by december they've agreed it tells you that this is beyond the staff yeah of course cool. not to underplay their importance but i feel there's a sense and he admitted that there's a sense that the managing director all the big big boys in fact the u.s M- ambassador a couple mm-hmm. of days ago said to an uh, an interview that if that the question came to the board they would agree at least us will give ghana their vote and i think it goes back to the the geopolitical points we've made and all of that all right. Abena, is the money free or will pay back that's the question see, basic question no, IMF is like Susu. Mm-hmm. you all have money in it uh-huh. but you know because maybe your money is just two thousand cities uh-huh. it determines the level of money you can get from it uh-huh. when there's a big crisis some people get more money to mm-hmm. support them but mm-hmm. because we've all contributed the money will get it mm-hmm. the main thing is that when will the money come mm-hmm. and how will you after the pay because we contribute to imf you will pay eventually so it's not about they are not coming to you. okay there are a couple of things as well sometimes when they give you the money they give it to you for budget support mm-hmm. sometimes they give it to you to just add to your reserves mm-hmm. but because we are in a difficult situation mm-hmm. th- they will be more flexible what we do with this money okay. to address some key imbalances mm-hmm. to try and, and get our 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 fiscal position to look better mm-hmm. so i'm sure probably by march I yeah, I mean, the, the finance minister, the, the stories on citynewsroom.com mm-hmm. and citybusinessnews.com mm-hmm. yeah. says the, the first tranche will be around first quarter 2023. Yes. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so the, and the other thing I heard on the news preview was that the dollar yeah, yeah, yeah. started doing well. Yeah, that's right. It's that's made right. some gains. You know, I'm praying it comes down to 10. Uh, no, no, no. All my planning had to do with 9.5. <laughs> 
So when the thing reached 40, I said, Charlie, and you me, baby. No, no, no. You see, because yesterday someone was telling me that they could do nine. Oh, and really? I am praying that it goes back to as as low as seven, six. You have to add fasting to oh, the oh, I'm, In fact, this morning I haven't eaten. Uh-huh. Charlie, you go If the thing doesn't reach 10, because anything beyond 11, Charlie, yeah, someone. Charlie, it's not good. Oh, oh, nah, nah. Charlie, Charlie, oh, oh, nah, nah. Charlie. It should come down, cross six, six. I think it got to 15, yeah. went to 16, mm-hmm. and I also had something good that the, fed, the petrol prices also come down. Yes. yes. So, so if, if the petrol prices come down, mm-hmm. if Gutes appeal to their members gets... Mm. The only thing that's left is the salary that oh, papa, papa will increase. The IMF money will come. Yes. Guta will reduce. Uh-huh. Uh, OMCs will reduce. Yes. So it's not with amends. Yes. Yes. Once the increase salary, yes. uh, Christmas, <laughs> Obama. Ah, <laughs> And if you add a hamper, you should, should put milk in the hamper. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, rice, rice and related matters if you add it to it. If you add local Ghana rice, yes, yes. from Senyus Farm, from Senyus Farm, it's Google rice, Google rice water with it, with creamy plasma. Yes, yes, I put some honey inside. Eat it with one ump of bread boutique. No, Charlie, <laughs> so you put one pack of five kg. Thank you. Google rice. Uh-huh. Put like six of creamy plus. Uh-huh. And then you put one, two, two, you know, milk bread. Yes, milk bread. Uh, William one of yes, yes. Yeah, then they will do some chibum on the side. Yeah, they they put sabala inside. I'll be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Samuel, Charlie, the body, you come here by the time you come here, I'll leave. So I'm just oh, saying. <laughs> Because Charlie, the Christmas is too too late. Find that voice. Oh, right. Hello. Data. Oh. You know, in 2015. Uh, uh, good morning to Ivo Christian. The NDC held that and they were in power. Uh-huh. And they held a congress. A congress. Yes. What did they do it? Kumasi was on. Kumasi was in Kumasi. And then Ivo Christian. Ivo Christian came there quietly. <laughs> This blown here, this blown here is too So, you know, they usually have solidarity, but when they are doing those things, you have to, like, show support. So, even even when MPP can say, NDC, wish you well. Charlie, people came to wish NDC well. Charlie. Mahama was there, Rollins was there, Mr. Anta was there. Then Everybody was there. And then here comes CPP. Sky was there with people as well. The thing Grizzly went to do there. Grizzly, don't try. No force. On behalf of the Convention People's Party, we wish you well at this your Congress. Especially, we pray that all of you here present will have a safe journey to your respective home. Important that you emerge stronger, better, and united for a better Ghana. The reason you have to be stronger, better, and united for a better Ghana is that currently nobody, I mean nobody, N-O-B-O-D-Y, nobody, Ghanaians are not happy at all. This blow here is dry, too, too dry. So, the most painful thing of all, the most painful thing of all, is that you don't care yo continue we are watching you ghana is watching you do what you want to do we also know what you will come and do so as i wish you well to elect your executives make sure steer your party's affairs when you are in opposition 
I wish you a Merry Christmas. I don't even see your face. Yes. So NDC, your opposition, you know, yes. Street predicted it. Yes. Now, I hope the people in power are listening. They are listening. Yes, because because if we edit the team, we and just put and, and put MDB every there. Every day. Everything is the same. Everything. The blonde is too too dry. I think it's drier now than it was. Drier. It no. It's drier. It has dried up. It's dried. N O B O D Y. Nobody. Nobody is feeling Ali. your something. Your something. Your you know something something yes. whatever. He said you you do what you do. We know what we do. <laughs> December seven is coming. Then we know what we will do. Let's continue. <laughs> and nobody cares. Is that the most simple part of it? Nobody. Absolutely. Is that you don't even care? <laughs> All right, let's get into Good the next morning, part of the show. Check our social media trends. Brought to us by... Brought to us by Vodafone. One Ghana, one Ghana, one Ghana. The Vodafone One Ghana promo is here. With just one Ghana CD, you can have 20 minutes of talk time to all other networks and one gigabyte of data every day between 5 a.m. and 11.59 a.m. Just dial star 530 hash to subscribe and enjoy longer conversations and browsing. Vodafone, further together. It's also brought to you by Cal Bank. Get free access to our short code service, star seven. 71 hash and calnet and calbank app when you reactivate your calbank account between now and january to stay on top of your account to learn more call us toll free on 0800 500 500 calbank forward together uh, mr cranting has the segment for us this morning Nathan. <laughs> yep i'll be charlie our day yeah we'll start off with the cd the CD is in the trends, IMF is in the trends. Okay. Uh, yesterday, Ghana IMF uh, re- reached an agreement for them to inject some three billion yep. US dollars mm. yeah, into the economy. I see. Uh, we've we been seeing uh, from yesterday. In fact, the past week, mm-hmm. the CD has been appreciating. So, CD, calm down. The CD is appreciating the dollar. All of us, I agree to you. No, I'm busy, brutal. No, this morning, I'll call you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so people are happy. Um, Shatawale is also trending. Mm-hmm. Uh, yesterday he announced the Freedom Wave concert part mm-hmm. two. Part two right? at the Accra Sports Stadium. Ah, oh. ah, so, ah. Is it a venue of good things? So Shatawale wants to prove something. He's coming yeah. to show whiskey something. Yeah. He wants so to prove something. He wants to show something more. Yeah. Christmas That's before. Make sure we be big Accra hot. Oh, is it? He's going into medical. Uh-huh, okay. Oh, MDK. Yeah, oh, MDK. They want Bobby to show something. Ah. <laughs> 25th December, Christmas Day, live. Uh, so straight after situation, don't go home. Yeah. Just go straight. But where is Gulu? 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 For find Gulu and put him on that thing. Gulu. Who is Gulu? No, <laughs> Gulu. Guru. Oh, Guru. And Casey. I like Guru. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, Nathan. Yes. <clears throat> Sky. Yes. Kokui. Yes. Yes, Danny. Charlie, this guy, he's beyond the problem now. <laughs> <laughs> Confession time. Yeah. Go on, go on. Let's hey. go on. Let's hear you. Yeah, yeah. Fans of CR7 were watching See, uh-huh. and their hearts were sinking. Uh-huh. And now it is crisis time. <laughs> <laughs> we are at the point of desperation. 20 years of hard work. <laughs> About to be undone. Sunday. <laughs> This guy, yes. thank you, thank you, God bless you. Hmm. Yes, and God will bless his efforts. Mm. Ah, did you see the last goal yesterday? Sally. 
He give the guy slim bastard. He give him one, two, <laughs> come. He won't do. No, the way he got out of that, the, the, the touchline, that you know, he got out of that place. And, and this, I, until yesterday, everybody was saying that the guy was the best defender in the whole of mm. the world. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, he shook him there. off so easily. Ah, Rita, he gave him ba. Ba. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Hey, Charlie, no, no, the guy, no, no, before, just give him the cup. Hmm. Cristiano Ronaldo fans, yes. our uncle Uhud. <laughs> oh, dear uncle. We will not be shaken by this. Charlie, <laughs> Stand no, firm. No, but, but the point is, Daniel, should Lionel Messi win the World Cup? That's a, <coughs> that's a very strong argument to go against. Oh, I know. But Sunday, Saturday we are meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Having an emergency meeting. No, you see the, the next direction of the agenda. <laughs> no, no, Which it? team would you rather face Argentina, Morocco or France? Oh, France, of course. <laughs> Mbappe. Mbappe's idol is Cristiano Ronaldo. He has to win today and complete the job on Sunday. Oh, so if Morocco beats France, if Morocco so they, beats what, France, what, yeah, then, then, you, then it's a done. I'm going to buy Argentina jersey. <laughs> if Morocco gets to the final, yes. How are they going? How do you deal with the problem like that? Ah, how have they dealt with Belgium? How have they dealt with Spain? <laughs> they they have have how have they dealt with? They, 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 Messi. <laughs> they may not have Lionel Messi, uh-huh. but they are consistently rated one of the best teams in the and world. I'm saying that, and this is a team effort too. Uh, Nobody gave them a crying chance. It Nobody gave them a fighting chance, and they have, not been, they have not it's conceded goals. I'm saying that you can, we will say all we'll say mm-hmm. until you miss like Messi. Forget. I'm just saying that you, you. This Argentina team has been beaten in this World Cup. No problem. Anyway, let's. They've already lost the match. So. I'm, I'm just saying anything is possible. Yeah. So I'm trying to Messi give that. I'm trying to give Danny Case. Whether you like it or not, I see that's what I'm trying to say. FSD, then he no charge. And now the battery full. He will win it. No, he's playing. Eh? He's playing whilst on charge. Yes. So the battery is not dropping. I will play it. Power bank day stand by. Yes. Hey, this yes. guy. Yes. A moment he can take a night down. Oh, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> understand by it's heavy. <laughs> so let's do some tech news. <clears throat> Facebook, they are in trouble in Ethiopia. Hey. They say their algorithm helped fuel some uh, mm. viral spread of heat. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, they shot a, a son of an Ethiopian academic. Mm-hmm. They say that Facebook is part of the reason. So they are suing them for that. $2 billion. Oh, wow. You know, I, I think uh, generally we need to see some action from the, the, the AU regarding that because you see uh, European Union doing something about tech giants like this in the US, you know, Congress is doing something about them. Um, for some reason in Africa, we don't seem to be pushing forward and properly regulating yes. to, to suit our own values, cultures, and the things we care about and to protect our people. Right. Uh, these days, you go on Twitter. Twitter of all places, go is all over the place. You know, you open that thing, what you are looking for, you are seeing something else. And you're asking yourself, I mean, why should things like that happen? It's, it's, it's not... Uh, we must reflect our values. Mm. And, and I hope that, you know, the, the leaders of our continent are listening and will do something about it. Mm. All right. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much, Daniel. That was Tech and Social Media Trends brought to us by <coughs> Cowbank and Vodafone. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS.
Master, make what make you go. Ahead. We need to go to the bank first before we go and pay for the things. Time no day like that too. Relax. Everything day in my hand inside. Master, we need to get the cash. Forget the cash. See, transfer. Pa payment. Pa. I didn't use the cow bank app. No stress. That's slow for me. I still forgo my bank. I don't have account for cow I bank. See, forget the cash. Even without an account at cow bank, you can download the app, sign up, and connect your mobile money wallet or debit card. And pa, you can make your payments too. Hey, pa. I just signed up. Enjoy the convenience, safety, and freedom of the cow bank app. Whether you have an account with Cow Bank or not, all options are open to you, including scan to pay. Download the Cow Bank app now. Forget the cash. Feel like I for just open account for Cow Bank on the app, no. Bank. Cow Bank forward together. Imagine, imagine you are home for the Christmas holidays. Happy. <laughs> you are trying to make new meals with exciting recipes you found on YouTube. You're posting pictures of your activities on social media. You're playing online games, watching live matches. You're streaming movies. You're chatting. You're video calling. You're browsing. You are happy. Ah, this is an unlimited Vodafone Christmas. The unlimited Christmas promo is back. Get 30 days of unlimited browsing on Vodafone Fixed Broadband when you pay two months or more in advance. Stay connected this Christmas. Simply dial star 900 hash. Visit www.fbp.vodafone.com or download my Vodafone app to subscribe now. Terms and conditions apply. Vodafone, further together. The City Breakfast Show. This football season, you can't be one of the players, but you can be like them. Strike it big with these Samsung deals in the Our Passion Our Game promo. From jerseys to water bottles and more. Take home your freebie when you get a Samsung Galaxy A23, A13 or A04 series phone. We're also slashing prices on TVs, fridges, air conditioners and washing machines so you can get the full football experience. Visit your nearest authorized Samsung store between 18th November and 18th December to be part. Sing, cheer and celebrate from the first match to the last with beautiful branded items from Samsung because Bob did you Terms and conditions apply. One week observation. Three days of barrier. For today's celebration after the funeral and one year anniversary. Funerals are a big deal in Ghana, and the final journey is an elaborate event that sends off loved ones in style and in celebration. My perfect funeral will have Ghanaian stories told, confessions made, and explosive family drama on the journey to a long goodbye. Watch my perfect funeral starting 8th December 2022 only on Showmax. Sign up at Showmax.com. My name is Francisca Schroeder. Fobasca Enterprise is the name of my company. Fobasca deals with stationary items. It is a broad business and it takes a lot of funds to run. APSA, formerly Barclays, has been my banker since my days as a student and has been very helpful to me. My relationship manager just called me and asked, Fobasca, can we help you? I said, okay. He came to my shop after checking my turnover and records, said I could apply for a loan and training under the Upside Young African Works program. I did, and it was very exciting. I will encourage other entrepreneurs to join the Upside Young African Works program to also get the training and benefits from the program to take their business to the next level. APSA Medasit for taking me to the next level. This partnership is in collaboration with MasterCard Foundation. That's Africanacity. That's APSA. We all want more, don't we? Of course. 
course. More options, more opportunities, and definitely more interest when we invest our hard-earned money. Since more is better, here's a toast to 31.5% interest. In life, you always need a partner who will give you that little bit extra. Open a term deposit account with advanced savings and loans and earn up to 31.5% interest for a 3-12 to 12 month period. Now is your chance to get value for your money with the bigger and better promo. This offer is open to businesses and individuals. The bigger and better promo runs from now to 31st December 2022. Terms and conditions apply. Call us on 0800-355-355. Fans Ghana, growing together. on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3 Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973 and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS Love, 
817. Sounds of the Kwampa Band with their rendition of the 12 days of Christmas. Kobe, I have a problem with that song. What's your problem? Why is it that the person giving the gifts was only giving feathered animals? <laughs> Why? Think about all the things apart from the golden rings and yes. whatever, whatever. A lot of the gifts were feathered animals. Calling birds, calling French hens. Ah, but the person has written that. their songs. What you say what? And just say why. Please go ahead. Could you the person? candy? <laughs> the, the, why? Why are you feathered animal? Why? I don't get it. Three French hens too. Think French about they are all birds. You're right. Four calling birds. Okay, then five golden rigs. Okay, but then it goes to six. Okay, swans. Six swans. Is it six swans? Seven swans are swimming. Six geese are laying. Hey, you're right, oh. Hey, six geese are laying. Seven swans are swimming. Eight. Eight ladies dancing. Okay, fine. And then you have nine maids are milking. No problem. Take that out. Ten. What's the tenth one? Eleven. Oh, is it eleven ladies dancing? You will find out. Whatever it is, and then twelve about million. forty to fifty, about forty-five percent or forty percent are like birds. Are birds. Like why? Maybe the person liked birds. Abba. Maybe maybe and the person owned an aviary or something. <laughs> like maybe, yeah, maybe it was a bird watcher. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. The person right. writing their song, Nathan. Ah. Okay. So, <laughs> it's ten pipers piping. Thank you. Okay, ten pipers piping. Uh-huh. Nine uh, mini. So if we're not birds, Ma- we're human beings. Yes. So you had maids are milking, ladies dancing. Uh, whatever, whatever. Golden 12? rings. Golden uh, rings. Twelve is one. Twelve. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Who all these things though? Anyway, zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six. But have you heard our version? No. The band cookie version. No, I have. It's in Ga. Oh, we'll see. release it soon. Okay, You'll hear it. Great. It's very nice. Give, but, give, give us, give us. Please. No, you have to. You have to wait and hear it well. Anyway, guys, the first line. The first line. You have to hear it. You have to hear it to really hear it. Anyway, uh, guys, so uh, it looks like today is a money day. So if you talk about the IMF staff level agreement, the other big two happens to be from the court. Okay, yes. the capital bank case. We do know that two things or a few things have popped up from that. Some of the biggest takeaways. One, two people have been acquitted and discharged. Tetenete and Reverend Fitzgerald Donko. Mm, mm. They have been uh, discharged. Atuesian was the main person in the trial. And um, <sighs> he was accused of um, not handling some uh, support that the Bank of Ghana gave to the bank at the time. Now, the High Court Accra has changed this or changed this position this story is from citynewsroom.com and accepted the 90 million cd um repayment terms on atu essence restitution deal so we, we we at a point this popped up that there was an option on the table for him to pay back the money and from this story the court accepted the repayment terms mm. the repayment i think one paper or one portal um I think in this state, how often the money was going to be paid, I'm not too the sure. The 60 million balance, yeah, three tranches, I believe. Yes, yeah, yeah, about 20 million a year if the story was anything to uh, go by. So that has raised the question of people who cause financial loss to the state and all of that. Now, Deputy Attorney General and Minister of Justice, Alfred Chia he says that those who cause financial loss to the state will be punished and all of that. And he maintains that bank owners such as Dr. Kabnado of Unibank and uh, Kofi Amwabing of UT Bank and others will be prosecuted so that the m- monies that were uh, misspent would be recovered. 
Now, this follows uh, the High Court's decision to accept the 90 million CD repayment terms for a restitution deal between state prosecutors and Atul Essien, who is the founder of the now defunct Capital Bank. And now, uh, Mr. Chiaiba was speaking to City News in an interview, exclusive interview, and he confirmed that the government's quest to retrieve the monies and prosecute all other suspects was on course. I mean, I know that people are not guilty until they are proven so. So when I say someone ought to have gone to jail and he's not going to jail, I think I'm not misquoting the judge, have I? You have not because that person is now a convict. So he's been convicted for stealing. So you can say he ought to have gone to jail, but he's not, he's not, he's not in jail. So the person we are referring to here, for those who have not been following the news, is Atu Asian, Emmanuel Atu Asian. He was founder of the bank that collapsed alongside UT Bank, Capital Bank, as a name. He has been going for trial, or he has been on trial for three years, and at the last minute, the state announced that there was a deal that had been reached, which deal would mean that he would not go to jail even if he found guilty. Walk us through how you took those steps, uh, the proposal. Was it from your side that you said to him, listen, if you don't take care, you go to jail, bring money so we let you go, or he came and said, listen, I think I want to go, I'll go to jail, but I want to pay. How did it work, and what law did he use? Thank you very much. Maybe to give us a small background to the whole matter, uh, two ACN together with three others were charged with various offenses. As we know, in 2015, Capital Bank had some challenges with liquidity. So the government of Ghana, through the Mark of Ghana, made available to the Capital Bank an amount of 620 million Ghana cities. It was expected that that money was going to be used to support the liquidity of the bank. And instead of using the entire amount of money to support liquidity position of the bank, uh, Atuisian and others decided not to use the entire amount, but to take an amount of 192 million Ghana cities out of that amount to do other things. In the course of investigation, we realized that there was an aspect of stealing, there was an aspect of conspiracy to steal, there was an aspect of money laundering, then there was an aspect of abatement of crime. So we charged the four accused persons with these offenses. We called about 17 witnesses. At the close of our case, the accused person put in a prayer for submission of no case. The court, after evaluating the evidence, acquitted a fourth accused person. So they were left with three accused persons. But way back in 2020, we had an offer from the council for Atu Asian seeking to take advantage of Section 35 of the Course Act, Act 459. And that's section to the effect that if you are charged with an offense which has led to an economic loss to the state or an agency of the state, then you could come to court or you could approach the prosecution, make an offer of compensation or restitution and reparation. So council for Atuisian made an offer in, 20, or in 2020 in respect of restitution and reparation. During that time, he admitted having stolen 20, 27.5 million Ghana cities. We had charged Atuisian with various counts, and as I said, our total amount was 192 million Ghana cities. But he said he was admitting only 27.5. Before this admission, we had realized that an amount of 100 million Ghana cities was actually sold with Capital Bank. 
So this, this actually reduced the amount from 192 to 92 million Ghana cities. Then during investigations also at Yoko, Atuisian refunded 1.3 million Ghana cities. So in effect, the amount left was 90.7 million Ghana cities, approximately. So when he made the offer of 27.5, the state rejected it because we were of the firm view that looking at the evidence that we had, that amount was woefully inadequate. That was in 2020. Then in 2021, his lawyers once again wrote to us making another offer. And this time round, the offer was to the fact that upon going through their end, they realized that the amount was rather 57.5 million Ghana cities. And in that letter, they, they also indicated their readiness to offer reparation in the sum of 12.5 million, to make it 70 million Ghana cities. That one too, we rejected it and said, even if we're going to take their 57.5 million Ghana cities as the admitted sum, the 12.5 offered by them was woefully inadequate as reparation. Meanwhile, we were also prosecuting the matter. We had closed our case. They had also opened their defense, closed their case. So the matter was then fixed for judgment. Then in the last hour, we had another offer from them. And this time around, they had acceded to our demand to increase the amount from 70 million Ghana cities to 90 million Ghana cities. This means that the state was going to be compensated in court or by reparation. So they paid a full amount. Full amount. But the full amount now includes reparation and restitution. What's the difference between reparation and restitution? Restitution is exactly the amount or the item that you think you've taken from another person and you are returning that item or amount. The reparation is where you are trying to, because you, you took the amount or that item from him, you are trying to ask it where give something on top. So compensation. Compensation. But okay. if you look at the act, they've used compensation as one side. Mm -hmm. The other side is about restitution and reparation. reparation. Okay. So if you look at the 90 million Ghana cities, 57.5 is the amount admitted. That's the restitution aspect of that admission. Then the remaining 32.5 is by way of reparation to the state. So if there's any interest the state is getting, that would be 32 million. 32 million Ghana cities. So the actual money stolen, which is being paid back, is around 50. The, co the compensation for the theft, which could pass as interest on the accrued on the money, then becomes 30. Exactly, that, that, that's the case. How different is this restitution reparation from the plea bargain thing that the AG's department has been discussing? All right. Now, if you are charged with an offense in Ghana now, you may not take advantage of the section 35 we just discussed. Or if your case does not fall within the ambit of section 35, if it does not uh, lead to economic loss to the state, and it's in respect of any other matter, you may not take advantage of the plea bargain act. It's now an act of parliament. The parliament has approved it. It's been assented to by the president. It's now a binding act in Ghana. In the plea bargaining system, here you're also trying to say that admit having committed this offense, in lieu of going to jail for perhaps 10 years, I'm prepared to compensate the victim. If the victim is a state, I'm prepared to compensate the state. Then you may also say, because I'm now going to curtail the lengthy process of trial, 
in return, I'm begging you, state, instead of you insisting that I go to jail, drop that one. If, for example, the jail term is about ten, you can say drop everything and make it zero, or you also say state, if so ten years, let's agree on maybe one year. So here you are bargaining. You are giving up something. The state must also give up something. Or you have instances where a person may be charged with stealing something. Let me even take robbery. That I've given an example. The person may want to say, what I did to me does not amount to robbery, but rather stealing. Mm -hmm. So let's enter into a bargain so that I, be, I, 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 I plead guilty to stealing. Instead of robbery. But the punishments are different. Different. So you may be charged with an offense, but you want to plead to a lesser offense, which carries a lesser penalty. This reparation restitution, which is Section 35, and this plea bargain act, are they open to everybody? Yes. So far as you've been charged with an offense under our laws, you can take advantage of the Section 35 or under the plea bargaining act but it will depend on the offense that you've been charged with for instance under the plea bargain act if the offense is in relation to sexual offenses you can never enter into plea bargain with the state okay. if there's uh, the, the offense about treason you cannot enter into plea bargain with the state if the offense is in relation to electoral matters you cannot enter into plea bargain with it. so there are some exceptions that you cannot take advantage of under the plea yes at what point can you go under section 35 where is you can do the restitution at what point can you go under the plea bargain act are they the same or they are different in the, in relation to the crimes that have been committed yes they are different in the sense that section 35 is a very limited one 35 under the cost act it talks about economic loss to the state or a state agency so here, before you can take advantage of that session, you must demonstrate that that offense has led to economic loss to a state agency or the state. Okay. So that's the reason I think last time we went to court, the judge wanted us to, to just make sure that we convince him. Mm -hmm. But if you talk about the plea bargain act, it's available to everyone. It matters not whether there's economic loss to the state. It can even be aspect of stealing. It can be aspect of defrauded by false pretenses, assault, all manner of things. So if someone steals a goat, they have to go under plea bargain, not under Section 35. If you steal a goat belonging to the state, okay. then you can go under Section 35. Because with, with that, that your action has led to economic loss to oh. the state, or it has led to a property to the to a property uh, to led to a damage to a property belonging to the state. But if you steal a goat belonging to X, who is not a government official or a government agency whatsoever, then it's going to be plea bargain. And does the person have to concede or the state prosecutors can still decide that, okay, this guy stole your goat, but he has come and he says you pay this money, so we are going to let him be. How does it work? Yes. Plea bargain has an aspect of compensation to the victim. So a victim reports a matter to the police. The suspect is arrested. Is processed for courts and then the prosecution takes over to prosecute. Mm -hmm. Before we agree with any accused person on an issue, the victim in that particular case will have to be consulted. If, for example, I and some A enters into B's house to steal and A is arrested and B wants to enter into plea bargain with the state, we need to involve. The, pa the party who came to complain. Exactly. The complainant. The complainant. Okay. So that you can also know his stand on 
the matter. Okay. But there are instances where they may need some form of compensation, having to you have to make some compensation to the complainant. Okay. But if you look at the section 35, as I said that's why it's purely for the, state. for the state, and that's the reason why we go in. We also consult the state, as you all know. Okay. So now let's talk about this specific issue for which reason we're having this conversation. Atu Asian, he has finally pleaded guilty, and this at the end of the case. That makes him an ex-convict or a convict. What does he make? He is now a convict. But if he pays the money, then he's an ex-convict. But he won't go to jail. Or? Yes, if he pays, it means that he has served his sentence. Okay. The sense about the payment. So it says that someone having been to prison, a person has, having been released from prison, he's been an ex-convict. But as we speak now, he's a convict awaiting sentence. But the technical thing is that the sentence has been suspended. Okay. If he's able to go by the terms of the agreement, then he, he walks home. The proposal he put before government goes all the way to next year, I think December or so, where he's going to be paying in, in installments. So it means he is working home free man today, but if he fails to make that payment by December 2023, then you can bring the, him back to the court and say the court he has failed to pay, so we want you to jail him. Yes, it's not even about December 2023. If next year by the 28th April, mm -hmm. he has even paid 19.99 million Ghana cities, mm -hmm. short of one peswa, you will cause his arrest, take him to court, then Automatically, the outstanding sum becomes payable. The, the whole sum becomes payable. If he doesn't pay, then the court, in its wisdom and through discretion, imposes a custodial sentence on him. There are some privileges that are not accorded to someone who has served a sentence before or someone who has been convicted. Now that he's a convict and may become an ex-convict, what privileges can he not enjoy? For instance, can he be a director of a next bank as he is a convict now, or even after he becomes, he becomes an ex-convict? Yes, he's now a convict. It carries with it a lot of limitations on his movement, not physical movement, when it comes to... One, if you look at Act 930, the Banks and Special Deposits uh, Taking Institutions Act, Act 930, he cannot be a director of any financial institution. He cannot hold any management position in a financial institution. If you take our constitution, because stealing involves dishonesty, he cannot be an MP, he cannot be a minister of state, and for the president and vice president, automatically he cannot. He can also not be a chief if he's a royal. He has been convicted for an offense involving dishonesty. If you take our Companies Act, because he has been convicted for stealing, he cannot be a director in any company. And this is in perpetuity or there is a period, a statute of limitation? If you look at the constitution, some of some, some of the some of them have some limitations, ten years. So for the next ten years, you, you have to you, you, you can't do that. He has to wait. And if you have to speak now, the judge will indicated it in court today. His passport is still with the court. He's still on that kind of restriction. He cannot travel outside the country without the permission of the court until he finished paying the money. What do you say to critics who say you allowed him work because of his status in society and that you are running a caste system and then when I say you I mean the judicial system are running a caste system where some people suffer for offenses they've committed others do not and this instance is a clear case. That position is not tenable. People 
sometimes have the opinion that it is only the way to the society who are protected by the laws. No. You can be rich. You can be poor. So far as you take advantage of a provision in the law, nobody can blame you. Now, this is my first time that Section 35 has been invoked. There have been other cases. And if you go to the regions, as a private legal practitioner way back then, there were instances where some clients took advantage of the Section 35, and even some of the clients were even charged with murders, murder. But we entered into bargain with the state, and the, the charges were, re were reduced from murder to manslaughter. But people do not want to take advantage because their thinking has been that just let the, uh, the prosecution prove their case. If they are not able to prove it, then they walk free. So it matters not the position of Atwisian. He decided to take advantage of the law and he gave an offer that the state considered to be reasonable. And this is where we are today. And let me take you back. Now, those who uh, followed the quality grain case somewhere in 2001. Mr. Kwampepra and the rest. In that case, the judge, Jasafre, made an indication that he was surprised that the accused person then did not take advantage of Section 35. You can remember some of the accused persons making the case that they were not feeling well after the conviction, so the court should deal with them in a particular way. They were expecting them to have taken advantage of Section 35. The same way, yes. his case too, there was an indication of that sort. So the law has been there. But people are not taking advantage of same. Since 92. So that was the Deputy Attorney General and Minister of Justice, Alfred Tiaiboa. He was speaking to Mario Sander Amadou in that interview. Essentially trying to, you know, bring some clarity to some of the things we picked up in the news concerning um, Atu Essien and the decision or the court's decision to um, accept the 90 million CD repayment terms for a restitution deal between state prosecutors and uh, Mr. Atu Essien. Uh, Sky, I remember sometime last week when this popped up, you you found that line of action very strange or you, you had a few issues with that, why they had taken that decision. Well, I, do you have some more clarity after listening to Mr. Tiaibo? Well, you see, the the law has, you know, the law is malleable. You can always bend the law to achieve whatever end that is, strictly speaking, within the confines of the law. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, it is within the bosom of the judge to decide mm -hmm. what is acceptable and what is not acceptable. Now, the Deputy Attorney General has sufficiently explained the position of the law, which is that what? What the state sometimes cares about is that if you are accused of stealing money mm -hmm. or you have done an act, which act has resulted in financial loss to the state? Mm -hmm. We don't care so much about putting you in jail, even if we wish to put you in jail. Mm -hmm. What we want is our money back. Do you understand? That's one way, because if you look at it, there are re various reasons or theories or principles that underpin how we exact justice. Sometimes you put the person away to serve as a deterrent to, to people who may want to commit that uh, you know, crime in the future. Sometimes you want to protect the society 
against the ills that has been committed by the person other times what you are interested in is to take the money back because that's what you need most now my problem with how this whole thing was handled is that look if you look at the the, the, the wedding of section 35 you have committed financial loss to the state mm -hmm. yeah the moment you are you are you you are put on trial you say oh look this matter i agree i have done it so let's come to an agreement as to how i can pay the money back so first of all you are making the decision voluntarily nobody needs to put a gun to your head mm -hmm. for you to say i have committed the act okay it must be a voluntary decision and by that because the principle is that if you accuse a person of committing a crime you the person accusing him of committing the crime must prove all the elements of in this case stealing mm -hmm. did he take property belonging to another person and did he do it with the intention to actually deprive the person to whom the property belongs in this case our money mm -hmm. of the money forever or for some time and was there an element of dishonesty you understand amongst others so if you look at it strictly the question is did he take our money yes he took our money but my difficulty is that we allow this whole process to play out because normally plea bargaining it starts at the very threshold of the trial mm -hmm. when pro when investigations are going on and charges have been preferred against you then you say oh yes i've done it the state what can you do for me i want to pay part of the money or i want to pay all of the money so that I can work free. And then ultimately the judge will look at the terms and say that, oh yes, I think this is fair or this is not fair. I'm rejecting it and I'm passing judgment. What did we see? The gentleman we are talking about and, and without any disrespect to anybody went on television. Good evening, Ghana. <coughs> prayed to Allah, prayed to God, spoke in tongues, denied any wrongdoing in this matter. And we all saw it. We saw him weep in court, saying he did not ask for this matter. He didn't do it. And this matter has traveled for years. People lost money. And our money as Ghanaians was invested in an attempt to rescue the bank. The money that was invested in Capital Bank by the Bank of Ghana mm -hmm. as a part of an attempt to rescue the bank is what we are told has been stolen. In other words, we saw the bank struggling. We wanted to help the bank to come back to life. And the money that we gave to you, for some reason, the claim is that you stole the money. And he, he denied that he didn't do anything wrong. And the matter went to trial. Both sides have closed their cases. And then all of a sudden, we heard that, okay, there was going to be judgment. Of course, the AG deputy explained that there has been attempts or offers in the past but on the day that the judge was supposed to deliver his judgment out of the blue an offer was made you see that is what raises the red flag for me mm -hmm. it is not out of place that somewhere along the chain of trial offers get mm -hmm. made mm -hmm. you understand it is not out of place you can always plead before a judgment is delivered but but when we get to the point of a judgment exactly so on the very day that the judge was supposed to deliver his judgment mm -hmm. in quotes the judgment was arrested with an offer mm -hmm.
to say that okay this matter we have done it and the judge were told me some remarks which may have been misconstrued because the judge has since come out to say that the things that were attributed to him he did not say that what's the point i'm making the point i'm making is that look it is important that when we are dealing with the money that belongs to the people of ghana we send the right and the clearest possible signals regarding transparency because if there was indeed a commitment to plead, plead that look, I am guilty. Why was it not done in a very from the word go? Do you okay. understand? It was not that because that is what is playing on the minds of many Ghanaians. That right. look, people steal Banshee, people steal cassava, people steal all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. Why is it that they don't go to say that okay, as for the cassava, I took it, but you take your cassava back, mm -hmm. don't put me in jail? Mm -hmm. Of course, they are entitled to make those claims. Yeah. And many of them don't know they even have that. Uh -huh. So that, uh, you see, and then on this one, so many millions of Ghana cities, and that we are told that the man says, oh, I have done it. On the day that he was supposed to be, you know, judgment was, because we didn't, we, at the time, we didn't know what the judge was coming to say, right. whether he was coming to find him guilty or not. Mm -hmm. But the point is that on the day he said he did it. So please forgive me, I'll pay the money back. Mm -hmm. Now, let, let me make a number of points here. First of all, it is the case. If you look at jurisdictions like, you know, the US, UK, and all these other jurisdictions where a lot of consideration is, get, you know, is given to how much time we spend to prosecute people, yeah. plea bargaining helps to reduce how much money the state spends mm. to put people through trial. Because, look, what it is, if you look at, if, if you do math, the maths, you realize that we spent a lot of money to prosecute Mr. Atuasian. Mm. How do we recover that money? Ideally, if it was done from the get-go, we would have not spent mm. that much money to prosecute him. Mm -hmm. Secondly, there's always fear that when you go into plea bargaining, there are times that you obliterate the truth. You understand? Mm -hmm. So the person knows that this is the death of the crime that he's committed. But because he's willing to agree that I've committed the crime, the state will either not go deeper into the matter as to investigate and expose the real wrongs that he has committed mm. just because, oh, Charlie, the man says he's guilty. So mm. other charges that could have been brought, they don't bring them because the man says, look, mm. I am guilty anyway. Some or, other or sometimes, not to interrupt you, but doesn't it also sometimes in that plea bargain, you know, there could be an agreement that, okay, fine, we may be a bit more lenient on you, mm -hmm. but we need more information from you to help us delve deeper into these wrongdoings. Exactly. It, it, it sometimes happens like that. Uh, where you say that, okay, you stole X amount of money. Who helped you to steal the money? Right. If you agree to give us that, we can forego some of the charges, but press you on some of them. Mm -hmm. Instead of giving you custodial sentence, mm -hmm. we, would, we would impose that you pay part of the money. Do you understand? It happens like that. But there are also some other sides to it that are not palatable. Okay. There are times where the person may not necessarily be guilty. But because of the fear that he will go through the process mm -hmm. and the likelihood that he may be convicted, although he did not commit the crime, mm -hmm. he agrees that I did it. Mm -hmm. Do you understand? So it is possible mm -hmm. that consistent with what the man had said all along that he didn't do it. Right. He did not do it. Okay. But merely because, yeah, they've gone through full trial and there's a real possibility that he may be convicted, he comes out to say that I have done it. Okay. So, if you look at it, 
it is positive development mm -hmm. that we are recovering the money. And in fact, in some cases, you can still recover the money or some of it or all of it, but still impose some amount of custodial sentence. It is possible. That's why you negotiate it. Mm -hmm. And the, the say-so of the judge matters in these matters because the judge is there as the final arbiter to represent and protect the interests of the state. Mm -hmm. The money that we are recovering or the proposal to recover the money is it in the very best interest of the people of Ghana? Mm -hmm. So the question we should ask ourselves is, how much was invested in this project? We are told that, how much? It was in... 192 No, no, in what? terms of the, the banking sector. Yeah, capital bank capital money. Capital bank. The capital they, bank one was about... The, what, what the That's support was given to them? About 190 they, something No, no, million. no. They were giving 600, more of 600 million CDs. Exactly. And we're told that... Uh -huh. But he was accused of... And we're told that he stole some of it. Now, the question we are asking is, is it value for money? Everything that has been done thus far. And I believe that there are those who say that, look, at least we have gotten some of the money back or we will get it back because there's a pay payment plan. But there are those who also say that we should exact retributive justice. The point is, has he hurt our interest as a people? Because the value of that money three, four, ten years ago is not the same as what it is today. Of course, he's paid some interest on it, which is the... Re uh, reparation mm. because there's a difference restitution is where you took something from me and you bring it back you have restored me to where i would have been mm. if you hadn't taken the thing away from me but reparation is where you are compelled to pay something on top of that just so if i have lost something in the interim you are compensating for what i had i may or may not have lost do you understand uh -huh. so mm. the people of ghana should should, should decide whether Having looked at this matter, it was properly handled. My view is that it is not tidy because of how it was handled. Again, listening to some of the reports that came up immediately after the, 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 the judge reportedly rejected the offer previously. These are journalists who have done this work for some time. And I'm, I will be very disappointed if it turns out that indeed they misconstrued what the judge had said in court for which reason the judicial secretary had to issue a statement but i would i would i would i would i would say that it is possible that they misunderstood what the judge said but then again too it is important that if indeed the judge felt so strongly about it perhaps there would have been some comments on the bench i mean like to to reprimand the the the, the, the what do you call it the 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 the, 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 the journalist who commented or wrote articles on this matter mm. for some reason i've not seen anything like that and i find that a little bit um odd um, so nathan this is what i will say in a nutshell that yes we have gotten the money back but the question is whether this thing could not have been handled in a better way and again okay. of course judgment hasn't been delivered yet he's been convicted on his own plea mm -hmm. um we are waiting to hear what the judge will say whether he will be allowed to go scot free or there will be some custodial sentence imposed mm. whatever it is we are getting some of our money back well mm. we'll, we'll see um samens has joined us samens hi good morning morning <laughs> you, are, you are listening to, to yeah, sky um, i was listening to attentively to, i'm telling you because <laughs> in some way <laughs> some way some way hmm. uh, yeah. your, your your initial thoughts on on the latest uh, development on this well so i speak as uh, you know a random media person who's who's followed it from from the media point of view and um 
again, for somebody who's passionate about the development of our country, I and I I don't I don't understand the the the, the law by <laughs> any stretch, you know. And again, <laughs> even even what Sky was was explaining, I lost track at some <laughs> point. So, you know. but but as a media person, mm. I get tired of people getting away with with what we consider state money. Mm. I just get tired of that. Truth is, we are in always in a hurry to to exact punishment because it gives a certain feeling of triumph on the side of the person who's who's actually meeting out the punishment and so state money has been established that somebody has taken state money i am thinking so let him pay back Somebody if, take state money. They let, pay him, back. let him pay the money back first. Okay. Mm-hmm. So whatever else the law will require in terms to remedy the situation should, but mm. I, there shouldn't be any form of remedy that that excludes paying, paying back. back the money. Me, me, this is my point. Mm. It may sound very basic, but mine is whatever it is. Don't go and jail somebody for the sake of jailing to prove a point. We've gone past that one, oh, gone past. <laughs> if the person is established that the person has taken the money, let the person pay back. So, and I'm saying that I'm speaking without regard, reference to the elements of law in this. Now, I'm also saying that the agreement or the bargain to pay back should not cloud any other element of offense in the process. Unfortunately, that's what happens majority mm. of the time. No, any mm. other. Any other. For instance, if it is established that indeed the person bribed officials of the central bank, how, how do you cloud? How do you, you know, how do you throw that away? I mean, if it's established. So I'm just saying that, yes, give us our money, but that should not stop us mm. from evaluating the whole spectrum of what happened to see what the state sees as an offense. Okay, so let me chip in something. You see, the way it wor- works is that you admit to having committed the offense. Mm-hmm. The state. Which of the offenses? That's so, the point I'm so you see, you, when, when they say you have taken money, there are so many other things that are at play. They can, as he said, you could have attempted to bribe somebody to obliterate evidence or mm-hmm. to uh, take some evidence away, or you would have attempted to bribe a, ga- a government of Ghana official or maybe BOG official. So maybe 10 charges could flow from that, mm-hmm. attempting to actually even bribing. You understand? Stealing, all of that could have flowed from it. But you see, when you, the moment you say, oh, you agree, to the offense it is possible for the state to say that okay because as Amens is saying we are interested in just the money look if you agree that you pay the money back and you agree that you, you are guilty, guilt. we'll forget about all the other charges okay. and i'm saying that uh-huh. the charge here is that you have stolen money mm-hmm. that's my understanding yeah. mm-hmm. and correct me if i'm wrong you have stolen yeah. money mm-hmm. and that money 
by extension belongs to the state. Mm-hmm. Not not at the face value. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Because the money was collected on behalf of a limited liability company, company yeah. and all the but by extension belongs to the state. State says, bring the money back. You see, I will bring. But state also says that, okay, we have a law that says that if you induce a public official with money to do so and so and so, it's a criminal offense. And I'm saying that the fact that the person brings the money back should not stop us from pursuing what our constitution Mm. deems as an offense. That's all I'm saying. And I don't know which one, um, you know, the, the details. But as a media person, you see, because you see, it 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 makes some of the sacrifices of public servants, well-meaning public servants, mm-hmm. it, it it brings it to nothing. Because look, there are thousand and one public servants who get tempted with these situations but they are able to stand their ground. Mm-hmm. So they don't have any recognition. They don't have any reward. You understand? You rush to put the person in jail, and then he keeps the money. After three years, the person comes back to blow the door <laughs> and cause confusion in the system. And then everybody will hear, oh, hey, hey, we're born in bread, you know, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Well, I'm just saying that. If we have established that the money is for us, let's take the money. And another thing is that, in default of you paying back the money, mm-hmm. I think, and I don't know what the law says, mm-hmm. that a worse p- punishment, it should attract a, a, a worse of punishment if you default. As in, when you default, you should face a stiffer punishment. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, the, the, the point is that, as, as the AG explained, you cannot enhance the punishment just like that, thinking that oh, you have done... You, 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 so you have committed an act. The order is bring the money back. If you don't bring the money back, then they can then impose custodial sentence. Do you understand? Yeah. So th- there's a schedule that you must follow. Yeah. When you default in one, we are entitled to take you and go and put you inside. And the rest if, of the balance is due immediately. Yeah, that's right. The, the, yeah, that's what it means. You, mean because you have shown that you are incapable Sorry, of... I'm not trying to explain the law. <laughs> <laughs> me, I, I put my premise <laughs> properly. As I'm a media person. Yeah, you, you are. And, and I'm just saying that. <laughs> if the whole world says, oh, the man says you'll pay the... Is no. it 90 million? 92 or so. 92 million. million. Okay. The man says, I'll pay. Because he's paid some already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, out of the 192 million. Mm-hmm. The man says, I'll pay. No problem. And then we say, okay. So because of that, we won't even talk about jail. Mm-hmm. Pay. And this is, um, how do you call it? Uh, um, um, um. This is a good a- arrangement. Mm-hmm. Now, you pay some. And then, you start dilly-dallying and, you know. <laughs> After you said you would pay. Yes. Uh And I'm saying that the law, no, we should we should now rewire the law so that the punishment for doing that will be stiffer. Uh, That that would be that would be double justice. Uh, What do you call it? Double Double jeopardy. jeopardy? Because the principle is that Yeah, but the double jeopardy no is what will stop people from doing that. That's the point I'm making. Because you have swept us. <laughs> you didn't go to jail first. You said yeah. you would pay, you and you, you are not you paying pay. too. You're not paying, and most of the time, they know how to swept the system. Hmm. 
for the payment. Yeah, media is the best news I've heard. Exactly. I'm telling you, I am happy that the arrangement is that pay, pay the, the money. money. I mean, you put somebody in jail, then what happens? You see, uh, you see, there's a whole debate out there about the theories that underpin what we exact as justice. Some people say, as Samens is saying, we are interested in the money, bring the money back. Other people say that, no, it is not enough for you to say bring the money back because someone in Sorry, Binduri... I, I didn't say we are interested in the money only. No, no I understand. In addition to mm-hmm. other... But yes. the money there, you have to pay. Whatever you do, mm-hmm. what I'm saying is that whatever you do, if you don't get the money back, you've wasted our time. Okay. You have wasted our time, and you cry, you, 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 the judge crap, oh crap, you've committed uh, uh, friends uh, 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 economic war uh, to the state <laughs> because you go and give the person, they go and lock the person, and then after two years, the person comes out, you just come and chop his money. And you see, the other side of that is that if our state officials do their work well, there's something known as tracing. When people come by ill gotten wealth. They use it in various ways. Sometimes they can buy property in the name of their wives, mm-hmm. their children, or they can invest the money in some company or put the money somewhere around. Or they can do events. The they can do events. <laughs> yeah, or and they invite Michael Jackson. And <laughs> <laughs> when you sit and calculate, you ask yourself, how can this event pay Michael Jackson this, this, uh, this amount of money? When if state investigators are on their A game, it is possible to trace the proceeds. You understand? So, ideally, what ought to happen is you want to know how did he use the money. So, company A, he has 10% shares in it. Company B, he has X amount of money in it. At Trazaco, he has this number of properties there. So the state will proceed against these properties. Do you understand? Go in there and retrieve the shares or liquidate the same. You understand? That is what normally you should do because we have lost money. We want the money back. If he's unable to pay on his own or he's hiding it or concealing it, we get involved and try and recover all of that. The, the challenge, however, is that here in Ghana, nobody, nobody monitors many things. So, someone is 16 years old, and we are told that he's bought property worth a million or two dollars. The question is, how did he come by the money to buy that kind of property? Or, the property has been bequeathed to him by the uncle who is, um, what do you call it, an official in, in this government ministry. How did he come by the money? These questions are not asked like that. So it creates difficulty. That is where, when the person himself offers that I'm bringing back the money, we say Uhuru. Because let me give you a typical example. In the Agbashi Woyoma situation, he said he got a contract from the government. The Supreme Court took a different view. After Martin Amidu went to court to say that, look, the contract was invalid. It did not have constitutional authority. And let's get our money back. The Supreme Court said that, I agree with you. Let's get the money back. How many years on? Properties that we were told belong to the man. Other institutions came and said, look, the property doesn't belong to the person. We have stake in this property or this property belongs to us. You understand? So, so many years after the judgment was delivered that we should go and collect the money. We cannot find the money because in some cases, things that we were told he used the property for, 
we cannot get those things back. So it creates difficulty when you want to proceed in this way. That uh, perhaps Oscar, explains I, why. I, I, with this particular instance, I think it's there's a bit of a difference here. Oh, yeah, there is some. I'm just using it. Uh -huh. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I think for me, dear, I still would jubilate that we are getting the money back. I'm telling you. <laughs> because, Charlie, look at the IMF. They are, we, how, how much are we looking for? Three IMF? billion. Three billion. Three billion. Mm -hmm. And somebody has uh, has taken so 620 million and they've spot that thing, chaka chaka. Yeah. <laughs> one human being or, or one institution mm -hmm. has caused the country to bleed up to this. What are we doing to ourselves? So we should take the money back. As for the money there, we have to take it back. When we take it back, they say what? The other thing that freaks me is that it says that the court has also barred him from holding any key position, any financial institution in the country. And I was asking this guy, does it include churches? <laughs> well, maybe you know something we don't know. <laughs> but, but, but I mean, if it is, I'm just asking. So financial institutions will come within... The, the prescription of the law. Uh -huh. So is it uh, a regulated financial yes. institution? If it is a regulated financial institution and a financial institution within the meaning of the law, then he will not go anywhere near it. But if it is not a financial institution under our laws, then he is entitled to get it. Now, the question would be whether if you are within a church, you can keep him close to money belonging to the church. <laughs> of course, the church is a charity. Mm. But then again, because if you put him there, that's a position of trust. I would argue that to the extent that you are holding such a position and to the extent that you have a prior <laughs> criminal record, it would be improper to push him close to money belonging to... But not illegal. It, it, or it's the church's discretion. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they, but you see, the church it's will about have to make it signals that you are sending. Decision. Mm -hmm. I would argue that you cannot put him in that position because he has proven that he's incapable of. I Me, mean, I think that you, you can only that you should read this portion <laughs> to the church. <laughs> do not put him in charge of any financial institution <laughs> because it's the signal that you said. You should okay. just read this portion that this this man has been barred from holding any, any financial situation. <laughs> That's the only one you should add to the church. Whether your congregation members will not carry you, they will carry you lijo, lijo. <laughs> And then also, uh, you know, Nathan, I think there was something interesting that came up, some legal argument about whether Section 35 is properly engaged. First of all, the question we should ask is whether the money belongs to the people of Ghana or belongs to Okay. The bank. First of all, what is mm. Section 35? So, uh, Section 35 of the Courts Act is what allows for what happened. That where you cause financial loss to the state, you can pay us restitution and on top of that... Reparation. Reparation. That's it. And then when you do that, in lieu of going to jail, once you pay, we, we are happy with that. Now, the question is whether the money that is involved belongs to the good people of Ghana. Mm-hmm. It, it might sound academic, but you see, we are told that companies are human beings, except that they do not have blood flowing through them. Mm -hmm. They have legal personality. So they can sue and be sued. Yeah, that's right. So this is money that belonged to all of us. The money was carried, invested in these banks that were struggling. So our money, tax money, taken from the Bank of Ghana, 
a certain corporation was struggling financially and they were given liquidity they were support given liquidity support given by reason of the money moving from the bank of ghana to this company strictly speaking i would argue respectfully that the money has changed form mm. because if you want to proceed against anybody you are not proceeding against the government of ghana you you if you are a stakeholder or a shareholder in mm -hmm. that bank you are going against the directors of the bank because the money has now moved from the state to the directors of the bank who will now hold custody and deal with how the company is run so as to how the section 35 came to be engaged it's 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 a bit unclear to me for me i think maybe this is <laughs> i think you are complicating the thing my understanding of liquidity support is that uh -huh. you see there's something they call systemic risk and systematic risk uh -huh. now if a bank mm -hmm. a regulated financial institution goes down mm -hmm. depending on the size of the bank and its exposure to other banks so you know banks if you look at their bank statements they borrow from government they borrow from each other mm -hmm. so when um the huge bank in the u.s uh collapsed mm -hmm. it led to a global Lehman financial Brothers. crisis mm -hmm. because lehman brothers takes money from the central government mm -hmm. through some sort of support mm -hmm. it lends to other institutions mm -hmm. and other institutions lend to it mm -hmm. so when the the, the 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 financial regulator analyzes the financial sector and sees that a company's financials are in a bad position is getting insolvent or illiquid depending on its exposure it can give you liquidity support now that money is not money for you to chop it's the state's money which based on some of the financial ratios that you are supposed to have mm -hmm. you will pay back eventually yeah so you can construe misappropriation of liquidity support as financial loss to the state because it was not money given to him as a gift so i'm saying that if, if it's a central bank advancing money to to that institution now the fact that the institution has directors and is private mm -hmm. does not mean that its survival cannot bring down the Ghanaian financial system. No, you see... Just, I mean, so, if you say they've mm -hmm. given the person money and therefore the money be, it, it becomes... It ceases uh, to be... And it's not... It, and this is not... They are not saying uh, depositors' money. No, no, hold on. For which reason there they can be a civil case. I'm oh, coming. Mm -hmm. So, somebody can go on a civil case and say, my money is with the bank, pay me back. Mm -hmm. But when the central bank gives you money for liquidity support, mm -hmm. it is state money. It's public funds. Oh, hold on, Bernard. I'm not disputing that it was public fund from the moment it was given. But you see, by reason of the bank receiving that money, the money has changed form. That's my argument. Of course, I mean, I believe that there are people who may disagree, as you are doing. Because if you come to me for a loan, I am giving you my money. The moment I give you the money, it's no longer my money. Of course, I'm entitled to enforce it. That's a loan. You see, but, uh, you know, uh, it's the same principle. What is your understanding of liquidity support? No, you see, it is, it is, it is extension of support from we, the people of Ghana, to why? the bank. In why, why do we give you that money? Because is we, don't, we don't want is to it, undermine is the finance. Is it a gift or it is money you are to pay back? You are to pay it back. That's why I'm using the loan principle. Yeah, but I'm saying that the purpose you are giving the money is, that's why I started with what I call systemic risk. Yeah, I, so I, I, they, I they give you that money mm -hmm. because once, you see, you can, you in fact, if somebody mismanages a bank mm -hmm. and the bank's collapse leads to the collapse of an economy, mm -hmm. to the extent that the person did not follow certain regulations of running a financial institution, mm -hmm. you can take that person on for causing financial loss to the state. Uh, is that it, what, that Nigerians did it. Yeah, because... because Nigeria see, did it. Guys, yeah. I'm saying that the reason... The, the, see, a lot of people ask, why are banks treated specially? Mm -hmm. A bank is not just important because it holds people's money in trust. Mm -hmm. There's something called contagion, and there's something if if people run on a bank. In fact, 
when banks misbehave mm-hmm. and it leads to people losing confidence in the system, the whole system collapses and all of us lose. Mm-hmm. So for me, without getting into the legalities, I feel when you give a bank liquidity support, mm-hmm. it is, it is not your money to do anything you want with it. There are specific things you are supposed to do with that money mm-hmm. to ensure that you don't collapse to bring down the whole financial system. Mm-hmm. So if that money is misappropriated, mm-hmm. the state can ask mm-hmm. you can, can accuse you of mismanaging state funds. You see, Bernard, uh, the, the, the point I'm making, uh, I believe the academics will deal with it in subsequent writings. The reason is that I am trying to disengage Section 35. Okay. And if I was dealing with this matter, that would have been my argument. That look, if I give money to Bernard today, he's in financial crisis and I give money to him. I'm entitled to recover the money from him. Mm-hmm. But if Kwame comes to steal the money from Bernard, mm-hmm. the money at that point does not belong to me. The money belongs to Bernard. It is Bernard's money that has now been taken. So what I'm saying is that if you, you lay the law down, my argument is that yes, it is our tax money that we give to the bank uh, of Capital Bank. Capital bank. Capital bank uh-huh. Exactly, because the BOG is extending the money. The Capital Bank people receive the money mm-hmm. and they are entitled to use it for whatever they want to use it for within the remit of the agreement. That's what I'm saying, the mistake you're making. Hold on, hold on. For example, there are even some cash reserve ratios. You see, that's what I'm saying, that when it comes to banks, if, look, you can have your own money and set up your own bank. Mm The government will ask you to keep a certain percentage of that money in specific reserves. Uh-huh. If it's your money. That's true. So for regulated financial institutions, uh-huh. it's, it's not... It, it doesn't say you can, your argument can be true in relation to... When you talk about money's fungibility and money's usage, if Kokui sets up a bank with 2 million Ghana cities or she sets up a savings and loan, there are specific ratios she has to keep and not touch even though the money is for her, by regulation. So yeah. far as and so and I'm saying that so so if you if you touch that money, you can't say that because the money has moved hands into the account of Capital Bank, it means that it's no it's no longer government; it becomes a civil issue. It is still state money hold on, hold on, because the rules around how you bank all those. Why do you think every month banks have to make representation to the central Fair bank? Enough. And central bank supervision department is going through the books of banks every day. That supervisory role means that even money that shareholders use to form a bank can go to reserve. I, I think you are misunderstanding. You cannot. You cannot bring. Hold on. You are misunderstanding the point I'm making. I don't. I am not saying that what has happened is not a criminal matter. I am saying yeah. that section 35, yes. in my view, respectfully, to the state. Yeah. No, yeah, that's right. Should not have been engaged in the circumstances. There, there's a reason why. Because I'm saying that the bank is an individual on its own, except that it cannot brief or blah, blah, blah. Directors provide direction. Yeah. You understand? So once the bank took money from the central bank, of course, they, they are mandated to pay it back. They are required to pay it back. They will do that. But once the money moves into their custody and in the process of using it, some mm-hmm. people misused it. Mm-hmm. We still will charge them for stealing because they have stolen property belonging to another person with the intention to permanently deprive the person. I'm of saying it. that there's a technical point you are missing. I'm saying that so, okay. that money that moves from the central bank to the bank, it, it they are not entitled to use it in any way they want. It is still state money for a specific purpose for the stability of the financial system. So it doesn't become capital bank's money. Do you know what I mean? And I'm saying that some of the money in your your personal bank belongs to the state. 
a bank is linked direct so it's not like it's not he didn't get into a businessman who yeah. sells foods yeah. and then he decided that he used the money to go and buy a uh, power wine and drink it's different uh, that's a, 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 even banking globally they are changing because you see the the issue of risk is such a major issue and as i talk to you now ghana is facing both risk at the same time we have a systematic risk because the whole system based on external factors is can collapse uh-huh. and then you have individual institutions which are highly integrated with other institutions uh-huh mismanaging funds which can lead to a collapse of that sector uh-huh. so i am saying you cannot construe that liquidity support to be anything else than state money even while it sits in the bank's vault because even without liquidity support some of your own shareholder funds so long as it goes to capital that capital liquidity ratio the bank of ghana is enjoining you to not to touch it so samens can start a bank with 10 million cities not at this point that money <laughs> if, if 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 it's if it's minimum required reserve is 10 percent he, he can't he can't say my i have to pay my daughter's school fees so i have to take it he can't and he will be he, it will be treated as state money because those reserves are part of the country's reserves well so it, it, it is it, not, it, it, it is a highly regulated industry no 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 the debate the debate is real yeah the debate is real i mean i have had this debate uh-huh. you know but the point is i think the whole mission is to discourage people from mm-hmm. seeing such ex- financial extensions as their private money that's I think that's the whole mission. Uh, uh, you see, I agree with you, your, your view on it. But I just okay. want to clarify something. Mm. I'm not saying that crime hasn't been committed. What I'm trying to no, do no, you, oh, that's what is to disengage it in 35, which means that he will not he have been in to just payment uh, yeah, Let me go by them. Because in that case, it is no longer state money, if we make that argument. So it is then no longer state money. You, the so the economic loss argument is, is, is out. Is, is discarded. Yeah, but they were also charged with stealing. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's stealing. So yes. you can steal state property. Yes. Okay. But you can also steal property belonging to a private individual. Yes. So okay. my view, which people can disagree with, is that we ought to have treated it as what? Private money. That and in that c- and then proceed to try on the basis of stealing or private money and then, and then convict on, on that basis in which case section okay. okay. 35 is not engaged that's, that's, that's intellectual <laughs> that's intellectual <laughs> as for us we just need our money back still listening to the city breakfast show sending your messages on 0549-986-996 we'll take a very quick break when we come back we have a lot more for you be right back don't go anywhere This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Great news! This season, Sandon received money across Africa at exciting rates using AfriCash from Zubia. Yes, enjoy a fixed fee of 25 Ghana cities when you send up to 1,000 Ghana cities across Africa. Or send more at equally affordable charges. TNC apply. We've surely got you covered this season with the best rates. Africa, fast and secure means of transferring money across Africa. UBA, Africa's global bank. Come on, everybody. Let's fight Corona. Hello, good people of Ghana. Have you been vaccinated against COVID-19 yet? If not, then hurry and go for any of these vaccines. Moderna, AstraZeneca, and Johnson & Johnson, given to 18-year-olds and above, while Pfizer is given to 15-year-olds and above. 
If you're pregnant, go for Moderna or Pfizer vaccines. Vaccination is taking place in health centers, schools, markets, churches, bus stations, and your neighborhood. The vaccines are safe, effective, and free. They reduce COVID-19 disease, its severity, and prevent hospitalization and death. Take along any ID card and your COVID-19 vaccination card. Wait patiently for 10 to 15 minutes after vaccination before leaving the site. If you feel anything unusual after the vaccination, report to the nearest health facility. Continue to wear your face mask. Frequently wash your hands with soap and running water. Use alcohol-based hand sanitizer and keep physical distancing. Protect yourself. Protect your family. Get vaccinated against COVID-19 now. This message is from Ministry of Health, Ghana Health Service and Partners. When you mix the best DJs in the country, the most amazing live band sets, delicious cocktails, and wonderful food. Back to back hits music from Ghana's finest group, Prayer, dazzled by the sounds of Abiana and being serenaded by the brilliantly talented Aquabua. Unjam to the hits from the big nation president himself, we are changing the situation on December 24, 2022 with the biggest outdoor party in Accra. The Situation Outdoor Party 2022. Let's wrap up the year in style with the most epic party to end all parties this Christmas Eve with Situation. Ain't no party like a city party because a city party don't stop. This will be another one to remember. Date, Saturday, 24th December, 2022. Venue, La Palm Royal Beach Hotel, Accra. Time, 8 p.m. Dress code, it's an all-white affair. Get your platinum, diamond, gold, and silver table bookings and seats by calling the hotlines 020-59-73-973 or 055-89-73-973. Book your table and make reservations now. The Situation Outdoor Party is sponsored by Ebony Condoms, Series, Doritos, Lace, Logistics Movers, and Vev Du Vernay France. It's supported by City FM and Ghana Weekend and powered by City TV. This is a Beyond the Return event. People living with sickle cell disease get dressed and go to work. While some of us are delayed by traffic and torturous, excruciating pain from sickle cell disease can also cause delays and lead to the hospital. This can sometimes make it difficult for a sickle cell patient to keep a job. But having an empathetic employer makes all the difference. That is why the International Sickle Cell Center and Airtel Tigo are pushing the Touching Lives initiative to raise awareness. My name is Dr. Mary Anson. Support someone with sickle cell disease today. To learn more, visit www.icc.international. This initiative is brought to you by the International Sickle Cell Center, ISCC, in partnership with Airtel Tigo Touching Lives. Airtel Tigo. Life is simple. 
Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Welcome back. This is still the City Breakfast Show. We got into a very interesting conversation, tech-related conversation in a second. But the Heritage Christian College is at Amasam and behind the Olympic Stadium is affiliated to KNUST accredited by GTEC. They've got BBA programs, BSc Info Technology, Bachelor of Theology. They've got media and IT short courses and tutorials for professional programs. Call them on 547 or 0202-298399. Heritage Christian College offering world-class university education and training compassionate entrepreneurial leaders. All right, let's, um, let's delve into other things. We'll go through your messages a little later. But there's a new innovation around, and um, I have been joined by Kamal Budabati. Kamal Budabati is CEO and founder of Little, and I've got uh, Paul Jacque. Paul Jacque is director, Little Ghana. Gentlemen, good morning. Welcome to the City Breakfast Show. Good morning. How good are you doing? Good morning. We great, 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 great. Wonderful, That's wonderful, nice. wonderful. Uh, Kamal, it's nice to have you. Let's talk about the Little app. Little app. You know, when you hear the word little app, you <laughs> struggle to understand what it means. But come on, what exactly do we mean by little so, app? So what that, is little app? So there are several little little things you do in your life. Mm-hmm. Things like booking a ride, ordering a food, taking a movie tickets, mm-hmm. making small payments here and there. And those are the things that can be done on a little app. And that's why we call it little little Great. app for little, little things for the little, little things, things. Or in your life <laughs> and you know little things in the life can make a lot of the difference I yes see. they can, they can. So, so it's an all-encompassing kind of app do several things on, do several in one platform you see what we realized is uh, you know today you have one app for ride hailing one yes. for food deliveries one for payments and a lot of african consumers the data space on the phone is limited so why have five different apps for five things why mm-hmm. can't we have one app that does five things okay mm, we wonderful. like it Okay, now Ghana. Why have you chosen Ghana? Like, we know that in Kenya, the app does very well, and it's more than, as you said, more than a ride-hailing app. So, why Ghana, and what's your plan for the Ghana market? Like we all know, Ghana is the gateway into <laughs> West Africa, and I'll say Africa. Mm. You know, we are loving people. You know, we like new technology, and then we can obviously pick up and and, and enjoy. For us, uh, Ghana is the next step in trying to bring convenience to, to customers. You know, we know Ghana has a very stable political environment. You know, mm-hmm. the youth and all encompassing are trying to use mobile money and etc. So Little Ride app is an app that enables you to book a ride and also to uh, ensure that you can move to wherever you are going easily. Okay. Now, Ghana has been able to adopt several technologies. And in, in this instance, we think that Little App coming here at this time to offer a different type of uh, app to the marketplace is what Ghana needs now. So we think Ghana is, is the right place to come to also uh, mm. make sure that Ghanaians can enjoy mm-hmm. uh, you know, the services that we can offer to the, to the market. Yes. Mm. You, you mentioned offering value and bringing change. How do you 
plan to stand out from competition because there are a number of competitors in this in this space in this country so what's your plan for differentiation and and doing things that will draw more people to to your brand okay so safety reliability and professionalism i think we bring a different type of edge in this space mm. we concentrate sometimes we have a, the corporate right app which enables you know companies to be able to move their employees and their marketers easily so if you look at a corporate and you want to send your employee to maybe uh, meet a customer or to uh, you know go and deliver something we ensure that little gives you that flexibility as maybe a transfer manager to book an app okay. and then you know it's approved at, at a higher level so what happens that makes you operate in a better and efficient manner operational expenditure as opposed to capital expenditure so when you have a company you have to buy several cars fuel them you don't know where the, you know those cars are going where they when they say they are going to cook end up in teshi so what we, we have here is that you know you can request the you know the ride as the, the employee and your you know transfer manager can approve the app and also know where you are where you're going and all that so that saves company a lot of time and money and imagine you are going to you know sell to a customer you are working for a car and the car doesn't come, you get frustrated. That affects productivity uh, and also the profitability of the company. So we think Little Ride is here to solve that problem and provide Ghanaian uh, businesses with the right type of uh, solution to their transportation is also individuals can also hail rights with us. Okay, mm. great. So you've spoken a bit about corporates as a primary target. So how can someone sign up their company? So let's say CDFM is interested in this. Mm. How do we sign up as a corporate on the Little app? Mm. Come on. So, um, we have a portal, uh, but we also have a sales team that would get in touch with you. Okay. Uh, they would sign up to you because we do, uh, your employees have to be on the little platform. So, there's a training that is required because when an employee requests a ride, there's an approval process that needs to be done by the manager. So, there's okay. a workflow system on the platform. It's a very comprehensive workflow that allows you to set the budgets, the targets, the time of the day, when people can take ride, where they can go they can go only up to 10 kilometers for example so there's okay. a training aspect that's required and uh, we have a team that goes around uh, recruiting these corporates and training these corporates i see, mm, I see. okay uh, you mentioned the individuals as well how yeah. can an individual sign up for so individual is uh, you just download the app and uh, enroll it and start using that mm. okay and you have a special category called superwoman you know i'm interested in that one right? <laughs> so what's superwoman all about Okay, so what we realize, there are two things that I want to highlight here. One is every single app that we have studied on the continent, everybody is focusing on the customer. Mm -hmm. uh, at, the, at, the, at the expense of the customer's benefit, the drivers are getting penalized. So we want to ensure that the drivers, for us, drivers are the face of the company. You know, the first interaction that you have with the, with the app is through our drivers. Okay. And for us, we want to make sure that these drivers are well-trained. And in that discussion, we also thought, why can't we have l women drivers? It's mm -hmm. including that allows also to have women empowerment. Because a women driver, a women customer men like to take a women rider, especially at the odd hours. So mm -hmm. we have seen based on our data from six in the evening onwards, there are a lot of lady drivers carrying lady customers. And that category is called superwoman. So you have lady drivers, well-trained lady drivers driving mm. you around. I see. What about your other vehicle categories? And how would the rider know which, which category to, to, to book or, or choose? Okay, there's basic and there's comfort. 
and you know we, we also be going to uh, the luxury and maybe four by fours so obviously depending on your taste and the type of uh, vehicle mm. you like to ride in you can select that when you, you, go, you, you go to book really? the app so you can select basic or comfort or okay. obviously have the the super luxury vehicles when when you want that and there will actually be that range yeah there will be that range okay we're, 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 we're ensuring that you know we cater for all levels of executives so if you are doing corporate rights then we have to make sure we can provide energy rights that will cover okay. the different category of rights uh, and comfort that the customer is, uh, is looking for okay you did mention the drivers sorry you wanted to add to that so on, on that we wanted to add is it's not just the rights we also give you the insurance Okay. For example, you know, as a corporate, you forget your laptop in the car, you forget mm. your phone, you are well covered through an insurance policy. Oh, that now that's interesting. Well, Very that's a nice interesting. angle, yeah, because yeah. that happens quite a bit <laughs> when people forget things in in rights that they held, and then, but you know, retrieving it is important. Okay, so you spoke a bit about drivers and the focus on also training drivers mm-hmm. properly and equipping them to be able to perform. Now, what's your take on? the outcry that we hear sometimes from drivers against ride-hailing companies, the fact that they think they're not treated fairly, they don't make enough money, or, you know, especially with the rising fuel prices, the rates that are charged are not really beneficial to them. What is little doing about this? Or what, what makes you different so from the others? Have, if you look at our history, we have always been a driver-centric application. So okay. we, we, we support our drivers till the end. So not just, uh, you know, giving them a preferential treatment. Our commissions uh, rates are less, much lesser than our competition. The wow. price that we pay to our drivers are much higher. Mm. We also help them to get insurance. We help them to get the loans. We also give them smaller, small value loans to these customers. And obviously in Ghana, we are yet to start that. But that's what we do in other parts of the world. Okay. Because as I said, drivers are the face of, of the company. I mean, you would have read everywhere that the drivers are striking on the other apps, but mm-hmm. you would never mm-hmm. hear a little driver striking. Not here, not in Kenya, not in Uganda, no, nowhere. <laughs> I see. We love our drivers. Great. Oh, yeah. that, that's wonderful. I mean, let, let's, 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 let's wrap it up. Let's talk about, come on, let's talk about your plans for the, the bigger picture, really. Um, you're in Ghana, you're just starting out in Ghana, you're in Kenya, you're in other places. Are you looking at quote-unquote, conquering other places outside Africa or you want to grow more in Africa? What's what's your big plan? So the, the first stage is we want to be a pan-African application. Okay. So every country in Africa, <coughs> we want to have some presence. Mm. Uh, and once we do that, then hopefully we'll get into the other emerging markets. But first, you know, I want to be an African app. Mm. I'm a Kenyan and obviously I'm <laughs> an African. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how, how does one become a little driver? Uh, you go to a website, mm-hmm. a place to uh, download, upload your documents. Okay. And what, what's what's the website? Yeah. Uh, little.africa. Okay. Yeah. Little.africa. You get in there. Uh, but in case if you have some questions, you can always put an email to info at little.africa. Mm-hmm. And somebody will get back to you. Or you can also call us on 0507. 795596. Okay. 0507-795. 596 and that's finally a reminder on the name of somebody wants to download the app mm-hmm. where, where can they get the app to, to also download? get to your store mm-hmm. you know play store or uh, apple store download little either look for little ride little app little ride yeah, or little app. get okay. the app on your phone great the plan is to uh, start rolling out the application in the course of this year uh, you'll also see a lot of uh, you know uh, app downloads and app uh, uh, and driver downloads happening in the course of this year as well as early next year. I see. Yeah. Great stuff. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. It was fun talking to you. We had Kamal Budabati, founder and CEO of Little, and then we had 
Paul Jacque, director, Little Ghana. Gentlemen, thank you so, so much for, for coming through and, and we wish you well. Thank, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for having thank us. We're grateful. Still listening to the City Breakfast Show. Now, in this World Cup season, don't just cheer and walk away without getting anything. Channel your passion and football knowledge to good use and drive home a brand new Peugeot Land Trek pickup, Ketty Silver Star Auto. Subscribe to Ghana Win 2022 via graphicwin2022.com. Read the questions and send answers, and there are prizes for the five highest daily winners, five highest weekly winners, five highest monthly winners. And the overall highest points when I walks away with a brand new Peugeot Landtrek pickup from Silver Star Auto. Promo is sanctioned by the Gaming Commission of Ghana and all proceeds donated to a charitable cause, Peugeot from Silver Star Auto. Now, Aska Immigration Consulting Services is committed to being your source of information, personal advisor and authorized rep in all immigration matters for Canada. Contact them. They are the One Airport Square, Airport City, Accra, adjacent um, Holiday Inn Hotel. Call them on 0506-012-289 or 0241-318890 or 0595-449054. Get to them on social media, Facebook, Instagram at Askia Immigration, on Twitter at Askia Immigrate. Asking Immigration Consulting Services, the joy of greatness for your journey to Canada. Now let your Mercedes-Benz be in top shape for the Christmas holidays. At Silver Star Auto, they've got 25 years experience in Mercedes-Benz and they are offering a fantastic end-of-year after-sale service promo for all Mercedes-Benz owners. Enjoy free inspection of your passenger or commercial vehicle. Enjoy 15% discount on genuine parts and all after-sale services at competitive prices. Promo ends on December 23. Visit uh, their website and social media handles to book your spot. T's and C's apply. And some people love to visit the sweet-smelling perfume shops in France from their phones. Some people enjoy coaching their football teams from the comfort of their couch. Some appreciate comedy shows that make happy tears roll down their cheeks. And Surfline knows all of this. So they're making our happy places easy to find with their fast data. Just top up more or get a Surfline device and experience countless uninterrupted hours of fun. You also qualify for a free voucher to Surfline partners like X-Men, Cheesy Pizza, Doman Foods, and Body Basics. So whether your happy place is in a front row seat at the Grammys or you're someone who wants to go on IG and check out your crush, then Surfline is for you. Surfline, better together. And are you a Ghanaian or an African-owned business into footwear, clothing, makeup, skincare, and other beauty products? The second edition of Diaspora Connect is here to link your business with prospective buyers across the globe. Activities include product photo shoot, customer service, and shipping presentation, among other things. It's on Saturday, December the 17th at the Ghana Wildlife Society in Accra and starts at 9 a.m. Follow us on Instagram at shopghanabeauty or visit shopghanabeautysupply.com to register. Seize this opportunity by participating in the Shop Ghana Beauty Supply Initiative. 
And how important is your health to you? How often do you visit a health facility? Visit Vic Dank Healthcare, a Ghana Health Service certified healthcare center that specializes in kidney stones, hepatomegaly, hypertension, fatty liver treatment, among other things. Vic Dank Healthcare specializes in using 100% natural medicine in all treatments. Visit Vic Dank Healthcare on the Spintex Road behind the Standard Chartered Bank. You can also call 0549-951-211. Still listening to the City Breakfast Show. Let's uh, move on and talk about other things. Let's talk about stigma and discrimination. Of course, in relation to HIV, as Koku, you know, we've been having this conversation very often, yes. very, very frequently in the last few months, for as long as I can remember. Today, we are talking about stigma and discrimination stigma and discrimination mm. now to help us uh, get more info to get more education we have miss uh, charity owusu balu uh, she's an uh, hiv ambassador and she's joined us this morning hello good morning welcome good to the morning yeah. good morning great 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 mm-hmm. let's let's start with what stigma is we hear it very often mm-hmm. but what exactly is it stigma okay. so um good morning to your cherished listeners and um Greetings to all persons living with HIV listening to me this morning. And that uh, we say, when we say um, stigma, is like somebody has a tag, you know, mm-hmm. and due to that tag, particular mm-hmm. tag, and let's say negative tag, mm-hmm. and due to that, you are being pointed finger at mm-hmm. because of that tag actually says, uh, what do you call it, brings you out. Mm-hmm. So it's like, this is you. You are not supposed to be part of that be- as because of that tag mm. tagging you. Great, yeah. great. And what about discrimination? What, what do we mean by discrimination? So discrimination is because of that tag, you are not supposed to be part of us. So if you try to get close to us, the act that the people will, based on that tag, will act on you. And it's normally a negative act. Mm-hmm. That is what means... Um, discrimination i see yeah. i see um yeah yeah i was going to say you know it's interesting to talk about stigma because for 40 years plus you know there's been a lot of, of growth i guess sure. in spreading awareness about hiv aids and and hiv in particular so many strives have been made in sure. hiv treatments and you know antiretrovirals and mm. things of that nature so now we even would think, have viral suppress. viral suppress so you would think that in this day and age you wouldn't really have to talk so much about sure. stigma anymore but it's still a big it's still issue a bit, it, not not like a bit it's still an issue yeah. because it's the main challenge that sees some people from coming to um, assess treatment and even disclose their status to mm-hmm. their partners because the moment the person disclosed their status especially to the partner the first thing happened is um you have to go the, the partner may not even take the chance to go and know his or her status, mm-hmm. but I have to pack my things and go, or you have to pack your things and leave. So that, that, that is what normally happens. So if it happens because of that stigma and the treatment that the person might go through, mm. he or she may like to keep it silent. And then based on the fact that we take um, antiretrovirals, we if you take it well, you have what we call a viral suppress. Mm-hmm. And then the, through the viral suppress, we have U equals U that's um, on, or on, on, uh, treatable mm-hmm. on, you, you could have, um, 
you have the viral suppressor, so you mm -hmm. cannot transmit it. So that's what okay. the UCOS okay. uses. <laughs> Great. Now let's talk about the types of stigma people with people living with HIV face. And one of them is the unfair treatment mm -hmm. we re receive from our family, mm -hmm. um, from the general public, from the health facilities, especially where um, the person has to go and take treatment and then take it and get so much advice and stay on medication. We get this unfair treatment from the, 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 the our health workers by shouting on them, mm. train, uh, uh, train them off. Um, we have people who definitely say, um, sometimes I don't have money to come to for, for my medication and mm -hmm. the person will stay at home for our two or three weeks, when the person go back, the kind of treatment the person received. Mm -hmm. But then health worker wouldn't mind not take the time to, you know, ask the reason why you are coming, you, you, you are not able to meet your appointment. Mm -hmm. But just the moment you are defaulted or you have missed your appointment for that particular weeks, mm -hmm. they have to, you have to go through that unfair treatment. I mm -hmm. see. I see. So from where you sit, how does this kind of stigma and discrimination affect persons living with HIV and how can that person overcome that stigma? Um, the main, uh, the, the effect actually comes when um, it just, you are receiving this unfair treatment, so I would not like to go for my medication mm -hmm. because I've missed my appointment if I go for my medication. I'll be, mm -hmm. you know, I'll receive this unfair treatment. So due to that, I'll not go at all. At all. Mm -hmm. You get it? Uh -huh. This is what happened. And based on that, the person refused to go for the medication. He or she defaults. Mm -hmm. And there, because of that, he will not be able to go to that same facility again. Mm -hmm. So it's like we ha he has to go to another facility. Now, when the person goes to uh, the other facility, we have, we have a system that we use code to, you know, get the person's information. So when the person goes to another, then it's like the person has to go and lie that I'm not on medication or I've not started. So he or she has to start the whole process again. All over again. If the person is able to tell you I'm here and that therefore for this and this reason, then it means you have defaulted. So you have to go through the challenge. That's one too. You have already been registered in the system, and if the other facility register you, it's like the, we are doing double, double. registration. Uh -huh. So it's a huge challenge altogether. So when the person gets to know of all this, then he or she prefers to stay at home. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, what do you think we can do to reduce the stigma faced by persons living in HIV? I mean, we we've been doing this for a while, but do you think there's more that can be done? Yeah. There's more that can be done. Um, I always say that we um, we need to encourage persons living with HIV to disclose their status. Now, the issue is that the moment you are tested positive or you get to know of your status, it becomes a heavy um, burden on you. And this burden, you can carry it for so many years if you have not disclosed to anybody. Mm. So if the person is encouraged, and I always say that disclosure should not be done by the person alone. We always tell them, but some of them 
going of their own way and then they do the disclosure and then they have troubles so if you bring the partner or the person we take the person through education the person understands hiv and so many things it's like um the person being outside when you're outside you are not HIV positive. You may think HIV is far away from you. You may not understand so many things. But the moment you come close and you have so many information about HIV, you, you see that it's normal. So we can disclose, we can help people to disclose and release some of the burden from the person. If this happened, um, people get to know, oh, my, my sister is HIV positive and it's okay with her. Um, my husband is HIV positive, my wife is HIV positive and it's okay with her. Then we can say that we have gotten to a point that, you know, we are all, um, we understand this. And by so doing, we are reducing the stigma. A friend of mine told me that he traveled outside, um, I think, uh, one of the African countries. And their percentage and uh, prevalence of HIV is very, very high. Then she mentioned to someone and goes to tell and say, ah, your HIV prevalence is about 20-something percent. And then the person says, so what? Mm. And it's like, from what you were saying, in the country, everybody, at least, if you get to every household, you get a person living with HIV. And now they know taking antiretroviral brings a viral suppress. And so they intermarry. So it's like it become it has become a normal thing. Mm. So stigma. Why must I stigma someone because my wife is positive, my son is positive, my in law is positive, and everybody is positive. That's that's how for them they have overcome their stigma. Okay. But for us it's not so. And if it's not so, if somebody also gets to know of the status, then we are we have picked the person on based on the HIV status. Mm. Okay. See. So what's your last word on, on stigma and discrimination for, for the general public? Well, I would say um, we have to um, understand that in every family, you get a person living with HIV. Mm. Every family, wherever you are coming from, at least there is someone living with HIV. But because of our attitude towards the person, the person might not tell you. So you have to... We have to adapt the fact that um, somebody is living with her in our family that we might not know. Mm -hmm. So if it is somebody, we don't have to treat that person bad because it could be a member of my family or my child or my son. So they have to open their arms and then um, create a neighboring environment for persons living with HIV to live in, especially at our health um, facilities. Mm, great. Thank you so, so much. Thank you so much. We had a charity also, Balo, she's an um, HIV ambassador. We've been talking about stigma and discrimination. Still listening to the City Breakfast Show. We'll take a very, very quick break. When we come back, we go through some of your comments and we call it a morning. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. They came from the north, south, 
east and west to converge at the center of the world, Ghana, to witness the most exciting Ghanaian cultural event in December. It's happening again. Taste of Ghana 3.0. Two days of thrilling art, authentic sounds and rhythms of Ghanaian traditional music and dance, a range of delicious Ghanaian cuisine and a rich fusion of Ghanaian culture and tradition. Join us on the 23rd and 24th of December at the Independence Square from noon each day as we enjoy from top Ghanaian artists and everything that celebrates our heritage and uniqueness as Africans. Taste of Ghana 3.0 To participate, visit tasteofghana.org to book a ticket now. To sponsor or exhibit at the event, kindly call 0244-855-406 or 024-362-2034 You can also follow GIPC Ghana on all social media platforms for more updates. Let's rep GH and celebrate our culture in grand style. Taste of Ghana 3.0. This event is brought to you by GIPC in partnership with Ghana Tourism Authority and supported by the Ministry of Foreign Affairs and Regional Integration, Ministry of Trade and Industry, Ministry of Information, Ghana Export Promotions Authority, Ministry of Finance and the Diaspora Affairs Desk at the Office of the President. Anyone, whether market woman, student, professional, even fisherman or cobbler. You go play a real estate gaming platform that allows you to play and stand the chance of winning a house cash or other prizes, such as savings towards the house. Simple and easy to play. Visit www.yougoflip.com. Buy a ticket to enter the game. Wait for the end of the game to enjoy the win. Anyone can win. Contact us on 0555-22-2490. You go flip. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the Gaming Commission of Ghana. Play responsibly, not for persons below 18 years, and gaming can be addictive. OneXBet. Easy betting, easy winning. OneXBet, the most reliable service to make deposits easily with high odds and numerous bonuses on the spot. Register now at onexbet.com.gh. Use promo code BESTOXGH to get 300% bonus up to 3,445 Ghana CDs on your first deposit. Easy to use, easy to have a chance to win. OneXBet, reliable bookmaker. Gambling can be addictive. Better responsibly, not for person under 18 years. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the Gaming Commission. Man, I've just been busy these last few weeks. My company has asked me to attend this conference in Canada, scheduled for December of 2022. I submitted my application in March, but I've still not heard back from the immigration office. I don't know where to start. Time is ticking. If only there was someone to check in on my business visa status on my behalf. If you retain our services at Askia Immigration Consulting Services, we can follow up to ensure the status and quick delivery of your visa application. No matter how busy you are, you can count on Askia Immigration Consulting Services. Contact Askia Immigration Services on 0241-318890 or 0595-449054 to book appointments and to get assessment of documents. Askia Immigration Services on the 8th floor of the number 1 Airport Square Building, Airport City. I'll take you there. 
Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. On the city breakfast show. Just a quick run through some of your messages that came in earlier, and then we'll be out of here. Koki, uh, let's go through just uh, a couple of the messages. Just two, three. I All right. Well, Tony <laughs> says, "Good morning." Does it mean someone can steal and invest the state's money if he or she is caught? They pay with interest and go scot-free. Interesting times ahead. Then this should also be extended to petty thieves in our prisons in Ghana. Make money, and all other things will fall in place in your favor. Okay. Um, one listener wanted to remind us that the correct term is theft, not stealing. But stealing comes under theft, right? Theft is a broad category mm-hmm. and there's different types of theft. Um, good morning, Nathan. The person whose negligence or actions have caused a loss of job, broken home, death, etc. is made to pay back, whereas the plantain, goat, and cassava thieves are languishing in jail. Hmm. Indeed. Monkeys play by sizes. This is Jones from La. Okay. CCBS. If the man who stole the goat decides to bring back the goat plus extra money, will he also get a deal? So these people have found a way to get away with stealing so that he can steal money, invest it, and later pay Hmm, Ghana. This is from Ike. Uh, the law, in my opinion, isn't helping matters in this country. That's from another listener. Um, even when theft is proven beyond reasonable on an accused, the law still stands in the way to provide immunity. Then when will we see an end to blatant embezzlement and misappropriation? What is wrong with Ghana? That's Yakubu Ibn Chambas who sent that. Um, Bernard, your analysis is apt. The suit was instituted by the state to recover the part of the liquidity support stolen. It was not an action by the shareholders of Capital Bank for breach of director's duty, in respect of which Section 35 would not have applied. Okay, The Section 35, um, Mr. Sky is talking about, is alien 
to logic and common principle. It stands to suggest that any individual could deliberately dip their hands in the state coffers and consequently pay back by the principle of repatriation and restitution. Sorry, reparation and restitution. This um, this is warped logic and should be dealt with and amended to offer much stiffer punishment. Okay, um, Nathan, please ask Sky if the state can prosecute someone for stealing my money without me making a complaint. That's from youngest son in Agboba. Mm. All right, that's our CBS for the morning. Many, many thanks for listening. I did this with Kokui, with Richard. Bernard was here. Samens was here as well. Show produced by Fred Jabano. And uh, Godfrey Odom gave us help on technical. Up next is the City News at 10. Harai Drisu has all the details. Good morning, Nathan. Now, the International Monetary Fund has indicated that even though it is concerned over the country's overall debt sustainability, it believes the approach at attaining this is solely a government decision. Government announced its debt restructuring program last week as part of effort towards securing an IMF bailout program, but this has been met with stiff opposition with various groups kicking against the policy. Speaking on the City Breakfast Show, IMF Mission Chief to Ghana, Stefan Wude, stated that the implementation of the program is entirely at government's discretion. So I think on the domestic side, uh, you're referring to the domestic debt exchange. It's, it's you know, it's not for us to speculate of what you know what what, what creators will decide eventually. We are we are just in the middle of the process here. So I think the best thing to do is to let the government and and uh, and its creditors uh, discuss. Uh, you know that that uh, the, the offer that have made. Uh, on the external side, um, the, the the details of the the. The authorities' intentions has not have not been uh, announced yet, uh, but something that I would like to uh, emphasize is that, you know, what the IMF is very concerned about the overall picture, making sure that the strategy eventually will deliver on debt sustainability. But the details of how this debt restructuring is is being implemented, you know, what type of debts are being uh, um, uh, restructured, uh, relationships with the creditor, whether domestic or external. Uh, the parameters of the of the debt operation, uh, what type of relief the government will be seeking from the different creditors, all of that is really very much for the government to decide. These are all sovereign uh, decisions. That was the IMF mission chief to Ghana, Stefan Hude. Now, Finance Minister Ken Oforiata says he's not surprised at the stance taken by organized labor and other labor groups to government debt exchange program. Ken Oforiata says the move is necessary to save the economy and future of workers. The Trades Union Congress, TUC, and its affiliate groups have vehemently opposed the debt exchange program and warned government to stay off their pensions. Speaking at a press conference in Accra, Ken Oforiata says the current situation requires burden sharing. It's not a um, very surprising position um, because it is, you know, all of these things are shocks that we need to analyze and then uh, make determinations as to how best to move forward as a nation. Because a destabilized macro environment is the greatest enemy to the value of our pensions. And I think that's what we need to just oppose and then come to some conclusions. 
That was the finance minister, Ken Ofuri-Ata. Now, Minority Leader Harry Naidrusu is asking government not to take credit for the recent appreciation of the city. The local currency has in recent times appreciated against the dollar trading at 10 cities as at yesterday. Government spokesperson have attributed their appreciation to policies and programs put in place by government. But Harry Naidrusu says the appreciation cannot be attributed to government policies. So for the Minister for Finance to be dancing and say that praise me because I have brought an improvement in the exchange rate of the city which was falling with some epileptics, uh, praise me, he should ask himself at what level did he inherit the city against the dollar. It was 4.2 cities to a dollar. There is nothing to celebrate and nothing to honor him from. What he has done in the last three months, he's collapsed businesses, if not persons. You heard Minority Leader in Parliament, Haruna Idrisu. Now the University Teachers Association of Ghana, UTAG, the Teachers and Educational Workers Union, TEU, and two other university worker unions have called off the strike after reaching an agreement with their employer. The teacher unions declared a strike on Monday, October 17, 2022, over the government's failure to present the terms of payment for the vehicle maintenance and off-campus allowances as directed by the NLC. In a statement, the four unions announced that they were returning to work after agreeing to a roadmap for the payment of all outstanding areas.